Let's go. Good morning, afternoon, or indeed evening to all of our lovely listeners. This is our spectacular podcast, aptly named Switch Island, which for this episode will gracefully drift like the great fox towards your corn area into the battle against Andros. Leading the charge is our peppy hair Pete at G Cube Preacher, our very own Falco Lombardi, Mark at Mark T Moldby, and of course, the one we try our hardest to keep alive, Slippy Toad Dan at Danny Ward. 2707. Join us to discuss all the Nintendo nerdy news in what has been a massive fortnight of Nintendo-ness. So, without further ado, let's make this one more fox than wolf. Nice. Hey? Nice. Nice. I love all the I see what you want to be talking about, Pete. Yeah, there's there's something coming up. (laughs) I'm pretty pretty sure it was a bad decision to give that uh, that spiel to the sickest one amongst us, but I think you smashed it. Yeah, apologies, guys. My voice is a bit weird today. I think you sound fantastic. I think we should start singing. Okay. just, Just a lot sexier than usual, Pete. Oh, tar very much. And you're, sure. you're very, I mean, you've got a high level of sexiness anyway with your voice, but now you've you've gone into like nine out of ten. There's nothing as alluring as like a scouse guy with like like throat problems. I've always said it. <laughs> always said it. <laughs> I don't know where to go with this. Uh, moving swiftly on into oh, Nintendo news. <laughs> That's exactly where we needed to go with this. Um, it's right. been very, like you just said, a jam-packed fortnight. Um, I know we've been extremely keen to try and get around the table mm. digitally and speak about what's been going on. But uh, Mark, you've been the resident keeper-upper on what's been. I've kind of been up to date on Twitter and making sure that I've I've been looking at all of the the opinions and certainly the the hysteria that's been going on. And my God, people are excited for E three. Jesus <laughs> Christ! But it's been a lot, hasn't it, guys? The rumours are flying now fully, aren't they? I mean, it's, it's, re- it's started to get really exciting. It's weird, isn't it? You never really see anything leaked in game or HMV in the UK. It's always, um, what is it, GameStop in America? Mm. It's always, or it's like some fellas, for some reason, like written out all of the press conference that's going to happen at Nintendo and just happened to lost it on a tube. Yeah, I always, yeah. Think, wet. I always think they're trolling a little bit. So there'll be like some guy who stocks the shelves in GameStop in America and he'll just put like a few sleeves in like Nintendo Switch cases of like really like provocative titles. Yeah. Do you know what we need to do, guys? Let's entrust people that are on minimum wage in America who hate their lives and hate their jobs not to leak the most important information <laughs> of the year for a gang of nerds <laughs> over in Liverpool and endorse it. Watch them lose their shit. <laughs> Watch them all lose it. But no, it's been um it's it's been strange. Like again, I don't know from yourself, Mark, but uh, a lot of the IGN podcast kind of funny. Everyone is just absolutely ripping all these rumors apart. Um, but that, should we just jump straight into the rumors as a starting point? Like I think Star so. Fox. So you, yeah, you you put Star Fox on there. Um, what are your thoughts, guys? Um, well, I'm going to be I'm going to abstain after my Donkey Kong bashing from yeah. last week and just kind of yeah. let you guys. Go <laughs> You're ahead. being cautioned here. Like. I will go out the room. Did you get some heat from that? Uh, I did. Yeah, I got a couple of guys that came back to me and a couple of death threats. A couple of bananas in the post. Yeah. <laughs> Some, something or someone was throwing their feces at the window. Like There's uh, like a double pun when I called you Slippy then. Oh, thank mm. you very 
much. Oh, yeah. oh, no. oh um, nice. Yeah, so Mark, you brought up the, the Star Fox kind of rumour thing. I know we were talking about Retro Studio and what, what would they be working on, and then you fired me this link to to the Star Fox Grand Prix. So so before we talk about that, what did you think they were going to be working on? Like, let's assume... Mm. For now, that that is what they're doing, and we'll we'll get we'll get to that later, I'm sure. But mm. I mean, it's a shame to let our uh, our predictions go to waste. <laughs> I um just before you guys interject because I don't follow them too much. Like you guys have been well, there's been nothing to follow really. Exactly, it's been very very quiet, and they made Metroid Prime. Yeah, yeah. So I believed they, it was going to be a port. I believed it was going to be the the originals coming over um, yep. prior to four being released. It is four, isn't it? Mm. Um, so I thought again you know these guys are probably just going through their old catalog they're going to make a couple of quid because that's pretty much what everyone else has done Bayonetta 2 smashed it Um, Mario Kart considering it's a what three four year old game Mm. um, still raking in the numbers Um, so again I I just presume they'd be doing the same thing but yeah Donkey Kong as well sorry to to bring it up again but it's like in two weeks it's sold in Japan, it sold in two weeks more than the lifetime sales on the Wii U. <laughs> in yeah. two weeks. Wow. That's incredible. I mean, it just makes like economic sense for them to do it, doesn't it? Like to do these ports. So they're going to keep coming. They made the games, yeah. and not that many people played them compared to what, you know, of um, the install base on the Switch and growing. Mm-hmm. So if it can add to the, um, the plethora of content that's already there, then get it all out. That's all I care about. Get them out, Nintendo. <laughs> Bring them out, mate. Yeah. yeah, do it. So Dan, so Dan, you thought there was going to be the Metro Prime trilogy, like an HD port across. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, that's what you thought, Richard. So Pete, what did you think? I mean, I was hoping for something pretty big. Um, so I know they had experience with games which were like first-person shooters. Um, there'd been rumours for quite some time about them getting like online architecture, some kind of like MMO type thing whether it was going to be one or just had MMO-type features, I don't know. Um, but I was envisaging some kind of cross between like a metroid type shooter but also like a Destiny-type game, maybe. Something mm. that would fill like the multiplayer online area. Um, that is absolutely a game I would play, by the way, just on that... Um yeah, is that with Samus? So it's going to be like Metro? Well, Metroid. I wasn't sure, but I thought it could have been a way that they could do a spin-off. Like some, they could do something with that that IP, which wasn't directly maybe Samus, because I really like like the Metroid universe. Is dead. Like the whole space pirates thing is is pretty cool. It's almost like a, it's like an Elder Scrolls Online spinoff. Yeah, but it's even what the they've done with the um, yeah, yeah. even what they've done with the Halo universe, where you get Halo Wars. Um, mm. You know, and I think if you were saying that now, a, a Destiny uh, Division esque kind of MMO, wow. That would have been insane. But could you imagine the pick-up and play dynamics of that? Those kinds of games are deliciously Moorish. Like, imagine taking it around to your mate's house, playing it in a coffee shop. That kind of game, like, could be really quite engrossing. And I don't know, I could imagine they would be a kind of company that would want to really do that. Mm. But what, what about yourself, Mark? What do you do think? So, so, and I'm not just, Dan, you're going to hate me for this. And this isn't God's because sake. we of, of what happened last again. time. I know it's going to be gone, but this was honestly, I thought this before last last time. I thought it was going to be like a 3D Donkey Kong, but not in the style of like Donkey Kong 64 with... Oh, the Donkey big... Kong 64 was great. I loved that. Yeah, I, I did quite like it, but it, after Banjo and Super Mario 64, I was probably a bit over that. So I, I did mm. love it a bit, but it, I was a bit over that sort of um, like collect-a-thon style mm. thing. But... I thought it was going to be like more of a uncharted Tomb Raider, sort of more of a linear 
3D um, game. So you'd be really sort of progressing through these linear sort of stages as as Donkey as the Kong, I would, um, uh, and maybe with the other coming in. And I, and I know Dan would be a huge fan of this. So I, you, you know what, joke aside, if they somehow managed to make it into a 2018 game and gave it the same attention that Breath of the Wild's got, Mario Odyssey's got. Okay, Mario Odyssey, not so much, but certainly the way that Zelda's been reinvigorated or like God of War recently on the PlayStation 4 has been reinvigorated um, and reinvented, you know, then absolutely, I'd consider playing it. There we go. Boom. Is this a a U-turn? Are you allowed to? No, it's not a U-turn. I'm just saying if it was a a real playable, you know, and and let's just say he wasn't wearing a nappy or whatever it is he wears and he was dancing around and, you know, let's not get into this again. Um, No, but if it was like a modern take on something where it was a proper platformer, but but this is where I think uh, the history of that kind of game with Crash coming onto the Switch now, Crash is the better game out of the two of them, absolutely. Which Crash is better than Donkey Kong? Yeah, as a platformer, yeah. I mean, right, we'll better move on from that. Yeah, that's right, that's right, boys. Yeah, walk away. Switch uh, so Star, Star Fox Grand Prix. I, I, okay, um, Star Fox Grand Prix, like, no, twice, just no. <laughs> Like, I can see how it will work, but, like, I want an F-Zero game, and I want a Star Fox game. I don't want some strange, like, amalgamation, halfway house of both. I would, I would like an F-Zero game that's an F-Zero game, which, it, it, that can stand on its own two feet. And I think it's a cop-out to, to kind of dilute Star Fox and dilute Star, um, F-Zero to make this Grand Prix. The game will work absolutely fine. But it will mean there will not be a Star Fox game in the future, which I know you're not bothered about, Mark, but I am. <laughs> and um, it will mean there won't be an F-Zero like, game in the future either. Like, this will eat up both of those IPs. So I, I'm, not, I'm, not so, I'm not feeling it. I think it would be a good game and I probably would get it. But I'd, I'd also be disappointed because it would be kind of killing two real cherished who like, they, who franchises. Are they, who are they making it for? Because... Is Mario Kart, I mean, not going to get any sort of new content soon? Or is there not going to be a new release or a Switch version of Mario Kart in development? Who are they making this for? You know, it's, it just feels like they're leaving the franchise out to die. No, I, I think it's like, to make a good Star Fox game would take a, a ton of effort, a ton of time, and they could do it, and it would be amazing, I'm sure. And to make another good F-Zero game would take a ton of effort, a ton of time. It just seems like a real aiming for bronze mentality to do a Star Fox Grand Prix, which would take in elements of both those games and make them one. But that's, I, that's yeah. quite cynical, I guess. Wait, what, what's your do reason you guys, of it, do you, guys, do you guys think it's plausible? Absolutely, yeah. I think it's, it's yeah. you throw enough uh, poop and then it sticks. So uh, everyone seems to be talking about it in the vein of um, it's entirely plausible, the leaks seem genuine. It's probably the only one or the only leak after the last couple of weeks that you know really people are really willing to hang the hat on. Um, well, I just don't like six years. Six yeah, years. No, well, kind of four, four years, I think, since uh, Tropical Freeze. Hmm. It's, it's just disappointing again. And I like the old. Was it Lilac Wars? 
Was that 64? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was 64. Yeah. So what was the one on the snares? Star Fox? Yeah, Star Fox. There was a Star Fox 2 that was out on the, the snares, but not in the West. So they're the only two that I've played. Um, Star Fox 2, you said, came on the snares. And Classic. there was a Star know, Fox right. adventure for the uh, GameCube. Which was really good, then, but got slated at the time for being too similar to like a, a Zelda-y kind of game. But it was really yeah, because it wasn't so much of the flying involved, and and then there was Star Fox Zero on the Wii U, um, with motion controls. With motion control, well, yeah, with kind of the you you were having to look at the portable screen to see the enemies and stuff, mm. and then look back up at the the TV for the world. It was kind of an interesting view um, arrangement. Which, but 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 I mean that was too experimental. That kind of should have been a spin-off project, mm. I think, because it was so experimental. But I mean, the Star Fox Grand Prix, I, I like the thought because because I think they've said I think they've come out and the rumors have said now that it's less F Zero and more Star Fox style Diddy Kong Racing, where there's like boss there's like boss fights and you can shoot and you're racing, and I like the thought and and racing games do do extremely well whereas the last few like f-zero obviously hasn't been out in what 12 years or something mm. and so that obviously isn't a franchise that they was selling even back then enough for them to continue it and then star fox also hasn't done that well probably since you know lilac wars or star fox 64 and so i think having a racing game that uses the star fox um characters which everyone sort of probably knows more from um, Smash Brothers, really, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Fox is one of the, I think, one or two of the games. He's one of the the most popular characters, I think, to play as for certain abilities and certain moves, and he just seems mm. to win a lot. So I think yeah. a lot of people will just be super familiar because of that. And then, so so having a racing game because racing games are super popular, like Mario Kart, obviously smashing it. Having like a, a Diddy Kong Racing style game with the Star Fox characters set. Yeah, I'm totally up for that actually. And like when mm. I first heard it, I was like, Star Fox Grand Prix. Oh, I don't want that to be a racing game. I want a mm. shooting game. And I thought, well, it can be both. It could be like a shooter mm. and a racer, and and that's probably you know nice and unique. And and the good thing is retro as well. Sorry, I'm rambling a lot. No, here, no, you're but not rambling at all. Retro as well. Um, you know, when they when when Metroid Prime was going to come out, I think everyone was like, oh, it needs to be in 2D. It needs to be third person. Um, and, and then they made it third pers- first person, and that was very successful. And then when they, they were redoing the Donkey Kongs, people were like, oh, it's another really precious franchise. Why are they not just doing more Metroid or something more sort of adult-oriented? But then they, they knocked those games out of the park as well. So there's good pedigree there, and, and, and obviously mm. the company's just, changed um, a lot. But. Just to kind of segue into that, so quite a good tweet that I saw online. Uh, hold on two seconds. Just let me try and find it. Typically enough, when you're trying to find a tweet and then someone starts calling you <laughs> in the middle of a podcast, it's right. It's um, it's fantastic, isn't it? Just give it thirty seconds. Wait for this person to bugger off. <laughs> Weather's nice here, guys. Uh, right. So, so the tweet was: Retro Studios has made five core games for Nintendo: Metroid Prime One to Three, Donkey Kong Country Returns, and Tropical Freeze. They have all been outstanding ratings-wise. If you think uh, Retro Studios couldn't make an amazing Star Fox game, then you simply don't know Retro Studios. One thing I'll just say, and it's only twigged when, you know, Mark, you were saying about there's, like, the boss element and, like, it's like a Diddy Kong racing thing. When I was talking about this kind of Destiny idea, it was because, like, a news 
article came up where there was like a job offer or a job like up there for somebody to do online architecture or something. Oh, yeah. But if you think about like what you did in Destiny, it would go into little, basically linear dungeons is what you'd do. And you'd go in your party of three into different areas and you'd progress through them to the boss at the end. That, that was essentially it, even though it was a 3D shooter. Oh, I, okay. I can imagine that working. Oh, yeah. With, okay. So, that, that, so yeah. you'd party up with your team of, say, four pilots. One of you would play the role of whoever, Slippy, Toad, Falco. Everyone's, Fox, no one yeah. wants to be Slippy. Well, we've got Slippy. <laughs> and um, like we, would, we would then progress through this kind of racing dynamic. And I guess you'd be trying to compete against all the other people, as you do in, in, in these kind of shooting games anyway, to get to the objective. And then at the end, get the best points and hits on the boss. And I can imagine different levels and different like instances like that. That could be really engaging, and I don't know that that might be something. Mm. That, that's a really interesting concept. I hadn't thought about this sort of destiny connection. I like the I like the sound of that. Mm. Um, we we will see. We will see. It remains to be seen. Nothing. Yeah. Obviously, nothing has been confirmed. Nintendo have not come out and said. <laughs> This is happening. This is all true. Um, our E3 reveal has been stolen. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is a trailer. Uh, they've just they've just basically clammed up completely. Uh, they've gone full slippy on a. Oh no, he's really noisy. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, one, <laughs> I'm sure one of them is really quiet. Um, General Pepper? No, no, no. He, he, he like he gasps when he when you send him the bill at the end. Right. Enough it? of this nonsense. Jesus wept. Starting to talk about the legitimacy of whether or not a character is going to speak or not. It's the Mario of people. He's not going to wahoo, is he? Nintendo or that barmy that they probably saw the leaks. It, it genuinely was their E3 conference. They scrapped all the games. Went right, guys. What we're we going to do? More cardboard. <laughs> Start yeah. my cap ideas. So um, let's go on to the next little leak of the week nobody got that nobody got that segue no pokemon let's go uh pikachu nice, and let's nice. go eevee rumors mark you're the uh the closet pokemon fan well not so closet oh, not anymore yeah no i'm just i'm just openly out there out i am the openly closet. out there with you as full well. blown pokemon i love it yeah love I, it i'd eat them they're that, they're that attractive they're great they're wonderful was, <laughs> you'd eat them <laughs> what was the first yeah, you'd eat them. I'd sleep with them. Okay, jeez, escalated really quick. <laughs> what was uh, maybe yeah, some of the sh- bigger ones, not the smaller ones? That feel weird. I don't yeah. know where this is going. Like, um, in terms of the Pokemon games, like yeah. they've they basically, as far as I know, the story, the next fully fledged Pokemon RPG is not going to be a portable kind of 3DS project. It's going to be a Switch version. Like, that is the next Pokemon RPG game, yeah? And then the leak was that these these have, like, two titles, so there's, like, two versions of it. So, what I would... And Mark, by all means, stop me at any point, because I think we both picked up on the similar rumour this week, or certainly the most of the context behind it. So, what's what they've basically done is it's not the overhaul that people wanted for Pokemon. It seems to be... Basically, they remade Red and Blue, um, what was it called? Fire Red and mm. Water Blue. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess Water Blue. Oh, I think I think it was just initially Red and Blue, and then they re, they remade them like, recently. Originally, updated or the graphics, and they so they updated it for 3ds. Yeah. yeah. What's the name of that region? 
Chota, was it? Uh, Kanto, was I think. Kanto's the first one. So what they believe this is, um, uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, is just an update to potentially gold and silver, I want to say. Okay. No, I, I'd read it was the the first two games remade, but, but these are all just speculation. Exactly. It's all just yeah, this is just different people online going, this is what I think it is. And then again, it's not confirmed. And there's no, there's like one really hazy screenshot that looks like a kind of slightly more HD version of something mm. from Sun and Moon. But it's not. No. Again, that hasn't been confirmed either. So it's I mean, just. People are in love with the idea of a fully 3D RPG type game with like the whole Pokemon game dynamic. Like that's what people want. They want to walk through the grass and fight yeah. the Pokemon that come out of nowhere, capture them, and like, and then go through the gyms. Like they, they want, they want that experience done 3D on their home console. That, that's what they want. Mm. Yeah, and this doesn't look like it's going to. It, I mean, from it just seems like they haven't had enough time. If, if it's going to be this year, and they're going to talk about it this E3, or if it's going to be even the, you know this financial year, then they haven't really had enough time to do like a Breath of the Wild style treatment which i i think eventually it will get but i think it, you know they'll they're going to want to just make a lot of money before that before the go um phenomenon has calmed down too much obviously it's already calmed down quite a lot but yeah. I, I, when i saw the names i just thought that's it's the most cynical names i mean you've got putting the word go in the title is just straight away right we're referencing mm. pokemon go yeah. and then using the the Pikachu and Eevee, they're probably the two most popular Pokemon. You're just straight away, they're just hitting hitting it. Everyone's hearts, bam, this is what you're going to spend your money on. Yeah. This is probably going to be like a 3DS updated style game. And yeah, that worries me a little bit. Cause I, well, not worries me, but it, I'm a little bit disappointed because I did want like a Breath of the Wild style. And, and crucially, like Breath of the Wild is a console-based game which can go portable. And I've had a real problem with, like, people's attitude to it being, like, no, this is a portable console that you can play at home. Like, that's what it... Like, no, it's, like, a home console that we can take portable. Mm -hmm. And if Nintendo themselves, with their own games, are saying, no, we're we're producing essentially a a, a portable game, which is this 3DS game, we've done up graphics and put on a Switch, they're kind of notionally accepting that... Like, we're going to produce, like, portable standard games for a home console. That's what they're saying. I just think it's really, really difficult to criticise Nintendo. Um, effectively, the same thing we were praising them for about 10 minutes ago. By going, like, yeah, bring out your back catalogue. Yeah, we want everything from the Wii U. Yeah, we want to bring us the, you know, we'll get onto it in a second. But bring us all the, um, you know, the package collections, whatever you've got. And then at the same part, go, well, oh, Jesus, no, you're just, you're just <laughs> kind of updating the graphics on a 3DS game yeah, and re-releasing right, right. it. It's, yeah, I get it. I don't know what mechanisms. I only presume why put Go in the title unless you're going to have your Joy-Cons as the throwing the, you know, Pokeball and catching everything. Or, <laughs> yeah, imagine. Well, why not? You know, and again, it makes perfect sense. They've got those, you know, Niantic are, are part, of the, you know, part of the same company. So why not share the, the mechanisms or certainly make something similar, or, you know, as potentially Pokemon Go, the, the monsters that you've caught in there, you're going to be able to bring them over. Well, I'd read um, that that was maybe something that people were talking about, that the progress in Pokemon Go would be somehow, like, integrated into this Switch version. You know what? I, I'm sitting here and I'm really thinking about playing something like that. I'm really excited by it. I really love Pokemon. I really love the old games. I really love the, 
nostalgia of it for um for our age group and just trading bloody pokemon cards on you know the school playground and really really getting into it the cartoon the films just it it's you know the zeitgeist of of pokemon is huge for our generation so, so uh, dan i mean as as a fan of a few of the games i don't know which mm. one you just played but what would you like to see out of this new one I'd, i would like to see some sort of re- a refresh on the mechanics i do think it needs something in there i don't like some of the more um you know you, you're operating out of a backpack aren't you on a lot of the, the newer games which is great i get very annoyed when there's like 25 different types of pokeball to use so i'm just like for god's sake just give me three or four I don't know why I need to grass ball for a grass Pokemon now or why there's like something, you know, with a different shade of green on it that signifies that I can catch this poke. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like make it a little bit more accessible. Um, fundamentally, just give me a story that I haven't heard before. Don't just rehash the same story for like the last 15 years. Oh, you're yeah. a young boy. Go, oh, yeah, go and get, you know, your first puck. Oh, great, wonderful. It's either an yeah. electric Oh, no, one. Team Rocket. Team Rocket Oh, my God. Oh, it's not <laughs> yeah. Team Rocket this time. Oh, there's Gary. <laughs> it's like, yeah. for God's sake, get over yourselves. Like, just put a bit of time into, mm-hmm. you know, doing the fans, the fans that have been with you all that amount of time. Great, pay your lip service to them, but give them something different. You know, that's what Pokemon Go did. It gave them something different. It allowed you to make your own rhetoric behind it and you your own um, your own narrative you could go and do what you want you could be in it, as invested in it as you wanted to or or step away from it for a little bit I don't care if it's like the you know the version of like Nintendogs on here where I'm, I'm bloody petting an animal or putting it up on a beauty pageant or you know some of the things that the latter editions of Pokemon have had what I want is great mechanics something that pulls me in and goes right here's the hook you know, this is what you're going to be doing the whole game, catching these Pokemon, training them, wonderful. Building um, that team's a massive part of it, isn't it? I don't want another flipping 150 animals to worry about mm. because they're just getting ridiculous anyway. <laughs> I just I want the original 150, <laughs> include 100. Oh, cause, uh, yeah, because there's been a bit of a debate over the last couple of days, I think, that whether or not, because it's the original world, or people think it might be, mm. that it will be the original 150, 151, or whatever it is. Uh, Pokemon, um, you know, because obviously the newer games like Sun and Moon, as you say, they keep like, as Dan's saying there, they keep ramping up the number. So with every new release, there's like a new generation of Pokemon. And Mm. so, you know, before there may have been 450. Now there's like 600. I don't know what the the overall number is, but will they just expand upon that again or will, will they just do the 150 from the original sort of style but but do like a refresh they should do like a proper reboot on that shouldn't they if it's the 150 it makes perfect sense because again it's the most marketable it's more recognizable recognizable it's the most recognizable and then on top of that you've got i mean i loved pokemon snap i absolutely loved pokemon uh wasn't was it coliseum is that the one on the N64? Uh, yeah, I think there is oh, one. Yeah, that's... and that was like you could take your combatants from the Game Boy version and get hmm. them into the game, couldn't you? That so was clever. It, again, these are the hooks that they really need to get right on a home console because if they get that, you know, that you know, that uh, addiction to going to battle, like they have some sort of dynamic, like Splatoon does, where you go into a hub and it doesn't feel forced. It feels like it's naturally part of the game. If they do that with Pokemon, it's going to be an absolute winner. And, it, and then I'll live with the graphics. I'll live with the the stupid yeah. story. But if they have that hook, man, yeah. like, I'll be I'll be awesome. There was a I might be, I seem to remember a home console Pokemon RPG game once. Was it on the GameCube? 
No, there hasn't been like an RPG uh, home been one console where you played as a guy with spiky hair and <laughs> that is Pokemon. No, there's like um, or there's, Sonic. There's <laughs> Stanic. Stanic. I might have to do a bit of research. Dragon Ball. But there's definitely like a game that I've played, which has been on a home console, which wasn't Coliseum, but was Pokemon. And it wasn't mm. Pokemon Snap, where you, you're taking the pictures and roaming around that. No, that was too far for me, I think. What console are we looking at? I'll I, think it. Ga- I think GameCube, and it's like a Pokemon-type role-playing game. Pokemon games, GameCube. Pokemon Box, Ruby and Sapphire. Pokemon Channel. Pokemon XD, Gale of Darkness. Pokemon Coliseum. What's Pokemon Coliseum? Is that the... That was the one where you brought all your Pokemon into it and you could battle others. Maybe it was that one. Did you have like an avatar in that that moved around? There, Show there, me the there, screen. Here's the I'm pretty sure there hasn't been like a, a full home console Pokemon game. But there was some level of like moving around on this, wasn't there? It wasn't just that you were trapped inside like an actual Coliseum, was it? I don't remember. I don't remember playing it, to be completely honest. Hmm. Oh, well, it's probably not what I remembered. I've probably dreamt of a Pokemon RPG. <laughs> I think <laughs> it, it just doesn't make sense why there isn't one. Yeah. Uh, it I mean, imagine, imagine it giving the Monster Hunter treatment. <coughs> imagine that. Well, imagine. That's, that's why everyone's so excited, I think, because mm. they, everyone's been waiting for so long, I think, for a... Mm. But they've always said, because Pokemon is pocket monsters, is yeah. you know, and so it's always been, it needs to be on a portable system. And so Game Freak and the Pokemon company have, uh, um, I think, resisted because it's always been this... Uh, pocket style games it's always been on the handheld mm. but with with the switch being both a uh, home console and handheld does you know leave the door wide, wide open for a for a full rpg and which they've obviously already said that it will be but um it's interesting what you you know you were saying about it being a home console first and a portable console second because the stats that they released when they i think it was um earlier on this year there was like play stats and um, I think a lot of people were only playing it uh, on, in handheld mode, like 90% handheld mode or, or something. So a good chunk of people were only playing it handheld. I believe that. Um, from a Switch point of view, and again, just tying it into you know the conversation on Pokemon, it won't be able to achieve the same, th- same things that a 3DS can, uh, obviously in the portability sphere, but what it can achieve is the local multiplayer. Um, and again, like I said before, if they can get that right, if they can make it a little bit more um, palatable than what it has been prior, walking into a bloody Pokemon Center, having to get, you know, remember the original Pokemon getting a bloody cable between two Game Boys, and then hoping that one of you didn't get annoyed enough that the cable then went flying mid-game and somehow you lost the Pokemon. If they make it appealing in that way, if they tie it into Pokemon Go, um, which just seems like an absolutely ridiculous thing not to do to try and draw people back in there. Um, it'll be a winner. I mean, in, in terms of yourselves, then you were saying there about percentages of people who were playing it kind of portable as opposed to docked. Like in terms of me, I'm probably like sixty forty portable. Like so, I use it sixty percent of the time portable, but forty percent of the time, particularly when I've bought like a blockbuster game. It's on the telly. I mean, how's that for you? Like, what? 70, 30 for me. 70% 70 portable. 70 portable, 30% telly. And I would say that is just due to the nature of some of the games that I bought recently. So, you know, you 
it's kind of started the trend with Celeste. I thought that just played very, very well portably. Um, and it's also the nature of like when I like to play games, I like to wind down with them for my side. It's not like I'll, you know, I'll dedicate hours anymore to like I used to. I want to pick up and play, or I might be in work or just on a lunch break or wanting to de-stress for a little bit with the coffee. Mm. Um, what I would say is I play it more portable, but in stand. Yeah. Than I do actually holding the bloody thing. So, what about you, Mark? I'm, pro- I'm probably more ninety um, percent handheld and oh. like ten percent docked. Um, but that might just be because my TV at the moment is just a bit poor. Just a bit of a rubbish TV. When I, I had a better TV in uh, when I was overseas, and I probably would have played that more docked. But I just I just looked up the stats actually. So this was from mm. this is gameplay trends they released after six months. And um, 30% of users primarily played the game in handheld mode, 30%. Mm. Um, Mm. uh, 50% played a good sort of even split both modes. And then about 20% primarily play in TV mode, so docked. So that's more portable, like significantly more are doing portable, like if you... If you say the middle ground and the portable ground, that's a lot that are doing portable, isn't it? I'd say that's the install base as well. I think the split's quite generous. Um, but again, I think our age group, you know, the people that do pick up these, well, every single Nintendo console that ever comes out, um, <laughs> they're the yep. ones that are really like, oh, I'll play it now in the handheld mode, I'll play it in dock mode, I'll go out and everything. But primarily it's handheld. Mm. Um, yep. Segwaying on, terribly. I don't know anything about this game. Dragalia Lost. Is that how you say it? Your guess is as good as mine, mate. I mean, Draga- Dragalia, Dragalia. Draga- 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 <laughs> There's definitely dragons somewhere in there. It's got to be Dragalia. <laughs> yeah. And the Lost. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Some yeah. Potentially Lost. What is oh, it? Oh, yeah, it could be some Lost Dragons. What is this? Yeah. Anyone? So, this is a new um, Nintendo mobile game that was announced, um, I think, just after our last podcast. Um, it's a rape. A role-playing game being developed and uh, being developed by a new Nintendo partner company called Psy Games, and it's coming out this summer in um, uh, in the East in, with with Japanese uh, text and voice acting, nice. and it'll be out later in the year in the West. You can go to the website and you can view the Japanese trailer. Everything is still in. Um, uh, it hasn't been translated. Uh, it features warriors, magical creatures, dragons, crystals, all the usual RPG stuff. Um, but mm. what's really interesting is, you know, Nintendo just realized that they wanted to expand their mobile, um, you know, penetration even more. You know, they, they've already started to do it. But this is quite an interesting one, just buying a a, um, a company like this. And, and they'd made a previous game called Grand Blue Fantasy, this company, Psy Games, which apparently was a big mobile hit in japan yeah just to um, kind of i'll just interject for you there so it's on polygon um good article about it so so it's due in part to nintendo's collaborator uh collaborator Sci games a studio whose other credits include japanese mobile hit grand blue fantasy nintendo was smart to shack up with a company like Sci games that's found continued s- success with mobile rpgs nintendo seems to think so at least it's even acquiring five percent of the mobile studio stock, according to the company's latest financial results briefing. I mean, mm. the only reason I'm a little bit cautious is because a lot of the news I was reading before this announcement was how Nintendo weren't happy with like the profits that they were getting from mobile gaming. So 
I'd be I'd be interested to see how money driven or how this is monetized because like if if that company have been like look we've had success and we can make this profitable for you it would be interesting to see how much money has to play in kind of the the user experience to access the game um because I, I know those were a lot of reports bouncing around that Nintendo weren't happy with the profits they were making from their mobile games well, I was about, I think I bought bloody Mario Run I liked it, it cost me a tenner well, the, like, yeah, the I like, I like really the place, though. I liked Mario Run. It's like they were kind of experimenting with different methods. So it I, it remains to be seen what this Dragalia lost the setup will be. You know how the how the paperwork. I mean, given the success of Fire Emblem Heroes, I would think that they'll go with if Nintendo have got a big say in it. That that's how they'll go with it. Where it's um yeah, you know, uh, microtransactions and you can buy like. You, you get gradual DLC, you know, updates and things, um, but but I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just interesting this sort of approach of, you know, we're just going to buy stock in another company, so our, our names attached to it and distrib- distribute it as much as possible. Mm. It's quite it look, cool. I mean, it's worth yeah. watching the uh, trailer. It looks quite cool. I'll give it a go. I'll absolutely give it a go, and, and I think again, if it's similar to the caliber of Animal Crossing and similar to the caliber of Mario Run and certainly the new Mario Kart that seems to be coming out soon-ish. Um, yeah, it's Nintendo. Of course, I'm going to try it. Okay, so next part, Nintendo online service. Details reveal, revealed. What are we thinking, guys? I like the idea of cloud saves. Oh, yeah, but why in 2018 <laughs> do you have to pay for cloud saves? That's I mean, awful. You're paying for a... A system that maybe you shouldn't pay for, but you do pay for the PlayStation system, even though like that you could cloud save without it. Nobody yeah. really does, do they? Like, like there's not I, many well, people who have the PlayStation. That PlayStation Plus is there. I'm on my third PlayStation, two of which are broken prior, so upgraded to the Pro. Uh, the Pro, the Pro. Um, do you so not have uh, Plus on it? Yeah, yeah, got PlayStation Plus. Yeah. But the cloud saves function, and again, you know, the ability to. It just it just seems like an absolute no brainer. Why, if you lose your console, or if you know, God forbid, it breaks, that that's it gone. Yeah, that's <laughs> all right. That's oh, by the way, you're gonna have to pay to. Yeah, it just I don't know. It just doesn't sit too well. The only good thing about it is the cost. Um, which over here is it twenty quid for the year? Seventeen ninety nine. That's nothing, is it really? No, nah, it's really cheap. How I mean, much is PlayStation? How much is for yeah. a year? Forty quid, maybe thirty, thirty five. You can get a deal. Mm. And that's the only way to get the cloud saves, or is it? Does it include? Does uh, you get? Do you get cloud saves anyway? Yeah, you can get them anyway. All oh, right. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought mm. on my own side you can. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure, sure people will. will. I don't know <laughs> how. Yes, yeah, someone will. <laughs> Somebody will find out. So it's quite interesting the actual lineup. So have you seen much about it, Mark? Obviously, they've um, they've announced the collection, or is it the NES collection? They've labelled this one. Um, how is that going to play out? What are they going to do with that? Yeah, what, what, what do you guys think? I mean, they've just they've announced ten games now, um, which are Ice Climber, The Legend of Zelda, Balloon Fight, Soccer, Tennis, Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, Doctor Mario, Super Mario Brothers Three, and Donkey Kong. Sorry, yeah, uh, yeah. Saying, saying it's too again. soon. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then there's 10 more titles coming later, which they haven't announced yet. And it includes online play. And you can 
play cooperatively on some of them so you can like pass the controller um, which is quite nice so if you're playing um, remotely with someone like a fellow podcaster who might be in say another city like say Liverpool uh, <laughs> you could say be playing Super Mario Brothers and be like oh I'm stuck at this bit and just you can press a button to transfer the the, the play over which was kind of like how we used to play as kids I think we, we, we'd try a level you'd die and you'd pass the controller over and I, I quite yeah, like yeah, that yeah. that's good um, I think that's been available on other consoles but not obviously for the NES games online so but how, how do you guys feel about sort of um, that initial launch lineup playing them online is it something that's going to attract you because obviously we've had the online already and so Nintendo are kind of saying right now you've got to start paying for it after this year and a bit something like you know a good, a good year and, and four months or something and I then think with um, in true Nintendo style the fact that they haven't really made it clear whether or not you can keep these games um, it's just saying right you know you're going to get access to 10 games woo, and then well hold on are we keeping them are they staying on the console what happens then do they go after a month do we get you know 10 new games after a month happens or mm. I don't know I, I just <sighs> I think they'll, uh, yeah. My my feeling is that it'll be um, it'll be probably like Netflix, where you can watch it. You know, you can download it, and then but if you stop subscribing, you, mm, you'll lose it. Yeah. Can't yeah, remember, like, think, sorry, with 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 PlayStation Plus. I know we keep on going back to it, but I get twenty four games ish a year for the PlayStation Four. Um, you know, yeah, I think you get. To, I think you get to keep. You get to keep those. Yeah, you keep them as long as you keep your subscription. So, well, that's but, the same deal with this, then, is it? No, no, not at all. They haven't said that. They haven't committed to it. So, the the gut feeling is that you lose those ten games after a while, or certainly after the month is gone, mm. with the ability then to, well, I don't know, refresh them each month. Yeah, I mean, my basic assumption, which if ha- it hasn't been confirmed, it hasn't been confirmed, is that as long as your subscription runs, you keep those games like it would have been on on for your PlayStation Plus one. Yeah. That's what I'd be hoping for. If it's not that, I'd think that would be a bit strange. But, like, Stranger Things have happened. I mean, the voice chat. Can we talk voice chat? Stranger Things literally happened on Netflix. Yeah, twice. Yeah, it literally <laughs> did. It changed my life. Um, so, yeah, voice chat. So, is that still operating through the, the app? Yes. <sighs> what annoys me is that they put that down as one of the things, as number four on the list of benefits that you get with the services access to the app yeah which obviously you know it's like it's oh, i don't know it's a shame it's fine as it is and as a proposition yeah. for 20 pounds in the year you know for the three of us sat around the table completely fine what worries me is how do you sell this at christmas to the parent looking to buy a console for their kids yeah do you bundle it in Oh, they, they, they should bundle it in, shouldn't they? For they the, should, the but will packs, they? You don't know. Well, it's, it's Never got bund- to, I didn't, mean, didn't bundle in the expansion, did they? The, uh, the, um, the N64 hard expansion, that yes, what was it called? The Rumble Packs. The Rumble Packs didn't bundle them in, they didn't bundle anything. No, they had the uh, the graphical expansion as well, didn't they, in the N64? Yeah. They didn't bundle any of those things in. It was very alienating, but because the install base is there with... With the Switch now, I suppose there's less of a concern for it. I just think if your child, let's say between the ages of um, five and ten, um, is it clear enough now that they're not going to be able to play Splatoon with their friends like they were doing prior, or play Mario Kart with 
you know, um, again, friends in a local house, as opposed to, mm-hmm. sorry guys, now you've got to go and pay 20 quid for a year to subscribe to this. I just don't know if it appeals to the classic Nintendo console buyer. Mm-hmm. Um, not ourselves, but, you know, new yeah, owners. Like, and that's going to be a tough sell to say, like, well, you know that stuff you've been doing before? Well, now you've got to pay 20 quid for it. Yeah, like, but I already did that. Like, it's not even... Like, the information's not there. Like, I know that I've been getting it for free and it's been like a test case and mm. they did keep saying this is free, but it's just the people who don't who, who don't realize that for, yeah. for something like Splatoon yeah. 2 as well, which obviously is, in, is entirely online, well, almost entirely online. I think that that's where it is going to make a huge difference. But for a fan, like, you know, I, I think it's worth it just for the cloud save. I mean, it's only 18 quid for a year and I mm. get... 20 NES games and then um, and cloud saves that's fine <laughs> yeah I suppose that's really reasonable and and plus the you know potential for more NES maybe some SNES maybe some could we get N64 who knows later yeah. that's enough of like a titillating thought that I'll happily pay it but I could see people who don't want that at all being kind of a bit disgruntled by having to pay but they the thing is they shouldn't be because on the other consoles, you know, you have to pay for online play. And yeah. so this is just Nintendo catching up. Just, But the odd thing is, is, it's been so... Why didn't this come out just like this in November or January or something? Mm, like, yeah, why we got to wait until September? Is there, yeah. I think it's... Um, there's been quite a few people online as well saying, well, it will be great if those ten, those 10, you know, appear on your console, you know, to download for the month, then they disappear. And then you have a discount to be able to buy them. Or, you know, there's certainly like a Nintendo Plus discount. So um, you can get them at a cheaper rate. And then you get another 10 refreshed on the store every every month. That makes sense to me. Um, well, to be completely frank, it makes a lot of sense to me because that's exactly what I'd want. But anything yeah. that's a little bit more obtuse. Um, so these 10 games are on there, then they just go. And you can buy them. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm just I'm just up in the air with it, just because I think we are spoiled um, as PlayStation <laughs> yeah. gamers and as Nintendo fans at the moment. We have been spoiled for the last eighteen months, so mm-hmm. it's just a little bit of the unknown just makes me feel uneasy because I don't know why they're holding back on telling us the full picture of what's going to go on. But yeah, E3 is around the corner. Do you know what what might be a reason for why they suspend till till September, as you're saying here? Like, I, I wonder if there'd be like a number of online focused games announced at E3 which mm. are dependent on this online service and it's like listen we've held it to now but check out all these we've got Elder Scrolls online we've got four, we've got this we've got like really big online focused games that launch in September and they do this massive push on like look at what we can do mm. like, I could imagine it working like that not too far away. Well, I mean, that. even if it's even if it's just smash, even if it's just smash, yeah, or just smash. that will be that will be enough. Uh, to, if if they bundle like six months of online with a smash purchase or something, then that will be enough for people. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, Star Fox Grand Prix. Yeah, system seller. Uh, <laughs> speaking of system sellers, yes, that's a good segue. Monster Hunter Generations <laughs> Ultimate. Oh, uh, guys, you have to get involved. So you've gone with the tagline here, Mark Pete. Tell us why we should care. Pete, tell us why we should care. Maybe keep it down to five minutes. It's just boss. The Have whole you played monster, this one? 
I haven't played this one, but I... So this is Monster Hunter... Um, which Generations. Generations Ultimate. Ultimate. And then there's like a double X thing, is there? So this is the Switch version of Monster Hunter XX, which came That's out it. only in Japan. Yeah. So I've yeah. played <laughs> Monster Hunter Try and the Monster Hunter one, which came out on the 3DS and Wii U and got absolute legs out of that. Now... <laughs> <laughs> you essentially spend your time for those of you who don't know venturing out from like your your settlement hunting monsters learning how they fight you get no health bars you have to look at how the monsters react to your attacks to eventually grind them down and kill them and the more that you kill them the more items that they drop like their teeth or their hides or their scales that you can then return back to your base camp and create armor that begins to make you look like the animal that you've killed. So if you've been, say, hunting the Jaggy, like you get really good at learning its attacks, learning its skills, till you eventually become the Jaggy. Okay. Nice. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just keep talking for me, just so I can keep on painting this picture. Carry on, please. I mean, do you want... Do you, do you want it to be beautiful? No, like, do you just keep on talking? I'm not sure I can. Well, honest to God, I could listen to you talk about Monster Hunter. To Wait, just music well, you do? Like, for hours. Eventually, as you get come. more of this gear together <laughs> and you've slain this monster, you begin, you begin to look like the animal that you've been hunting. You become uh. the Jaggy itself. And you, you go out into this vast world hunting all of these different monsters... And you slowly, like, sometimes struggle, sometimes kind of have to go back to the start and figure out, I can't do it, I can't it. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, essentially, all good games are about seeing your progress, aren't they? Like, like that's what it's about. And you can physically see the progress on your character with the gear that you create for him. This, and this if game. you get into it, you'll get into it. We... Like I think the reason maybe you you played Monster Hunter World and just traded you didn't like it, did you? Yeah, I know. I nearly I think we nearly sacrificed our friendship when I did that. But, but it's, I am um... telling you right now, the three of us going out and hunting these monsters and learning how to fight and like it, it's a really positive experience. It really is. I completely believe you, and this is the type of game where I will go and buy it because it has that collectiveness. And again, oh, we will destroy the world of Monster Hunter. <laughs> I am telling you. It's going to be. Um, it's going to take us away from our our missuses here. Yeah, you thought I went down the rabbit hole for blooming eighty hours on Xenoblade. Wait until you see me with a good Monster Hunter game. You will. You'll be like, where's? Didn't Pete used to have a job? Like, where, where's so he been? Did you, where, did you not consider getting um, like an import version of it? Um, no, like, like I, a, a region, a region unlocked 3ds or something. No, no, I didn't. I mean, I really, really do like the Monster Hunter games, but I'm not going to like change the rules of the game like I'm gonna yeah. play straight and I think <laughs> <laughs> and you know I'll buy yeah, my time it's off it's off <laughs> I think, the only um, play I've done with one is uh, a demo for the 3DS of one of them so the one you've mentioned that you put like loads <laughs> of time into mm. I played the demo of it and that's all I've ever played um, mm. yeah. and I just felt I was sort of confused more than anything and I, I there's wanted a learning to like curve it. Yeah, there, there, there seems is. to be a learning curve. Like like with most big 
especially jrpg yeah. style games there's a serious learning curve there's some like dodgy translations yeah. you've got to get out sometimes i'm telling uh, you right now though once you've gone through the hard graft of it there's literally nothing else that'll do there's not like it seems like health bars are like an anachronism when you go back to other games it's like well can't you just tell when he's starting to get hurt like by the way he moves and the way he breathes and you're like no there's a health bar it's like oh like it really is you can tell you can tell from the character how they're moving yeah so you learn to fight this like and like you learn it's attack routines and when there's openings to attack and when you've got to get back or like give it space or move around you've got to know where it will flee to in certain it's areas. the way she moves <laughs> and then because there's no health bars you have to monitor the way it's it's acting so on full health it'll be bold and brass and doing all this but then you'll see it starting to limp or stagger in a slight way and you'll know you're making a dent and then it will start breathing heavily as it's on the last legs. And, you know, it might try to run. So you set up like little traps or you get into positions like where you think the exits are. Or you throw like a little paintball at it so you can track it. Like if it does oh, nice. get away. It, it, so, but, but, but I mean, I mean, Pete, do you like the series? Just tell us yes or no. I'm 50-50. Like. <laughs> <laughs> tell us what you really think, Pete. Stop sitting on yeah. the fence. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm wary of time. Mark, are you going to mm. get this? Well, no, I was also just thinking about, we didn't mention about the no virtual console announcement. Uh, Do you remember I, that? I want to know if you're going to get Monster, Hun- Monster Hunter Ultimate first. Are you oh, gonna am I going to get this? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't hear what you said. Is that going um, to be in our purchase list? Are we going to be, are we gonna be it, joining well, Pete I mean, in this world and this fantasy? I, let's do it. Let, why don't we do our first joint game that we all play, the, all three of us, Ooh. we all review it and we Ooh. all have our own opinion. You this know, is we high pressure, it. this. To be fair, that's what you did with saying, the uh, you know, We haven't done that yet and one game might have to do it cool so what we're going to say about no virtual console well yeah they, there was this announcement because obviously when with these um uh this nes um the nintendo entertainment system online service there was a lot of backlash you know people asking the question where's the virtual console is it gone completely yeah. and there was a, there was a statement that and i'll just read the the two statements uh, quote, there are currently no plans to bring classic games together under the virtual console banner, as has been done on mm-hmm. other Nintendo systems, uh, end quote, which we'd already sort of um, thought about and talked about and mm-hmm. thought was probably likely anyway. And then they also added, quote, there are a variety of ways in which classic games from Nintendo and other publishers are made available on Nintendo Switch, such as through Nintendo Entertainment System, Nintendo Switch Online, Nintendo eShop, or as packaged collections. Nintendo Entertainment System, Nintendo Switch Online, that isn't a mouthful at all, <laughs> will provide a fun new way to experience classic NES games that will be a different from the virtual console service, thanks to enhancements such as added online play, voice chat via the Nintendo Switch Online app, and the various play modes of Nintendo Switch. So that was largely just a way of pushing the the new online service with the Nintendo Entertainment System. And it just makes that a complete mouthful. Um, but it is interesting that that's not coming back in the way that we thought it won't be. And with things like the Mega Man collection just dropping like today, we can already see, and we already have seen before, these packaged collections arriving, and Nintendo are sort of endorsing that as the way forward for yeah. third parties yeah. and themselves, I think, hopefully themselves too, to give us 
give us their classic titles. I mean, the, the thing about it is it's like the best marketplace for it is Nintendo. These games that are getting released, it, like if you're going to release any kind of retro game, like you you want it on a Nintendo console, it'll sell in spades on, on your Switch. It's not going to sell anywhere near the same numbers, even though there's larger installed bases on Xbox or PlayStation. Like, it'll just sell better because of the, the people who are buying the console, I think. Again. Yeah, things things like Owlboy. I think I read like yesterday that it so, it made its money back yeah. from the Switch release in two days. Incredible of being yeah. on the service. So bam, loads it's, of money. Um, it's great, but hear me, hear me, hear me out. Um, it's a very polite way of spitting in the face of people again who've bought like bloody Mario for the twentieth time on the virtual console. And Nintendo go. Guess what? It's dead. Woo! <laughs> You're yeah. gonna buy it again. Woo! And then everyone's like, "Yeah, okay, great, wonderful." Um, it ties into the online stuff, like we we were speaking before. If there is something tangible at the end of every month, I get to keep for my money. I'll be very happy. Um, and yeah, okay, fine. I'm gonna have to buy the same games, and I will stupidly. I buy Zelda again for the fifth time or whatever it might be um you know every other console manufacturer is doubling down on backwards compatibility you've got the playstation now you know where they're trying to give you these games on uh on retainer almost xbox are probably doing the best job in the fact that you physically can use the disc um and it will download a, a copy of the game and you can just play um and, you know, there's i think a couple hundred games down there and you can just do that for free as part of the console. But I'm a little bit heartbroken. Nintendo's not done the same thing. I know this is why they've always opted for different cartridge mediums and discs and kind of use that as the reason as, you know, oh, we're not really, you know, we don't really want to bring back these games or it's going to all bring it back as Wind Waker HD. And I don't know. I'm a little bit disheartened by that, if I'm honest. I think it just could be a little bit more. They could have given something back first before killing off virtual console they could have at least alluded to this is what you're going to get with switch online not just the 10 there's god 20 there's games but you'll get to keep yeah. them as well or you'll get it would have been it would have been nice if it was like a full library like i think a lot of us were thinking we were going to see like a proper nintendo flicks you know here's yeah, a library yeah, of all the snares snares games and and not just like 10 or 20 that we've already seen countless times before but like a, a whole selection <laughs> Um, I guarantee yeah, maybe, you, and maybe some like advance yeah, Game Boy Advance or DS games, stuff like that. Someone's going to do that, and it's going to be platform agnostic, and it will just be a, a game flicks, like you just said. I, I could see, I could see, like there being extensions to this this rather minimally priced online subscription service. I could see bolt-ons. Do you want the classic gamer version of this? For another twenty quid, you get. Oh, nice! Like, could you imagine that? Oh God! Like, you could. I'll, I'll take it now. Yeah, and it's then like Ultimate Team all over again. Did, oh. you, did you read that? On, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you just read that online, Pete? So I'll, I'll take it. No, no, I haven't read it anywhere. Like, I just oh, thought that would be no, great. Money messing. Yeah, yeah. No, that'd be pretty great. <laughs> yeah. And um, but could you imagine it? Like, I think it'd be insanely good. But I can imagine the Bolton. Right, right. Come on, guys. Four ninety nine for five loot boxes. You might get Zelda. I'd murder someone. I would absolutely murder. I go to where is it illegal? 
Belgium. I'll go to Belgium and I I shake my fist at the sky. Um, yeah, so oh, all also, of our Belgian fans yeah. they're going to be writing in now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, guys, hear your thoughts. Uh, Splatoon two, shock the world news. So that's going to come just before E three, apparently, or at least rumored to. Or is that guaranteed now? Is that confirmed? Yeah. So there was like an, a rumor that a Japanese magazine Jump had had this. <laughs> tease of a secret Splatoon project um, that was going to shock the world just before E3, like you say. And then Nintendo came out after that, after that rumor broke to say that wasn't in the magazine. They didn't say, they didn't say that rumor is not true. (laughs) They just said that rumor did not break in that magazine. Um, and, And then shortly after their statement saying that, there was another Japanese magazine where there was the same announcement teased, and and that's all all there's been so far. But what mm. I thought would be fun is just let's let's just for the for the sake of it, let's say it is true that they've got this big pre E three shock the world <laughs> announcement for Splatoon two. What do we think that could possibly be? Labo compatible. Labo compatible. You can make that. like a, a, a what are those like a. A water gun. Yeah, like car yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Shock uh, the world. Uh, what would, what would yeah, shock really... your parents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what would really shock me? What about if it's, <laughs> it's not paint guns anymore, they're just guns. <laughs> <laughs> with bullet time. <laughs> like in sniper of each Just one one kid going around with a paintbrush and you just care with the blowing uh automatic rifle. Splatoon 2 like is that. now set in World War 2. Yeah. Like, liberation <laughs> yeah. of Berlin. Jesus <laughs> crap. That's dark, isn't it? Um, yes. I think... With, perm- with permadeath? Permadeath. <laughs> and yeah. I, I want Sniper Elite bullet time. That's what I want. Like, slow, like where the bullets spin in slow motion, goes X-ray through the squids. Like, that would shock me. I think they could do splat fests, but where they kill off franchises for good. And they could do Donkey Kong, and on the other vein, oh. it could be arms. And they're just like, right, whoever loses gets binned off oh forever <laughs> and just dies. <laughs> or they just yeah, do like it with like public executions. Right, guys? It's uh, <laughs> Tom Jones. Well, we, it? Went, we went fully dark. We went we went off the deep end. I went fully dark, but we're recording on a Tuesday afternoon, so I'm sorry, but that's, that, that's what it's you don't care. And we're drinking alcohol-free <laughs> beer. This is what happens. Um, <laughs> this is what Dan's like sober. Yeah, this one, like, I'm, I'm, I'm consistent, Mark. I'm consistent, mate. The only thing I would say is if it was something where, if it's going to shock the world, you know, Nintendo's version of shock the world is usually we're going to throw a load of our characters into it. Um, I don't know if the art style would support that. Some some teenage mutant ninja turtles, perhaps. Yeah, well, that seems to be the because that's exactly what they've had in Japan, isn't it? Um, for the Splatfest. Yeah, yeah, for the Splatfest, and then they've had like Nike Air or God knows. So I don't know. I don't especially think that they would see that as a shock the world announcement, but maybe Splatoon three. No, oh, that would be big. No. I think it's going to be a um, anime TV series. Yeah, potentially, but even then, it's not. They wouldn't do Splatoon 3. I, I, we've got our Splatoon game for this generation. It's Splatoon 2. Mm. I think. Don't know. I just don't know what they think would shock the world. The um, Interestingly enough, I just got the article Splatoon up there. Splatoon 2, Monster Hunter? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
says here, no, this is Nintendo, so it's from nintendolife.com, and it was Nintendo's comment. So, although we do not normally comment on rumors and speculation, we can confirm that, contrary to the rumors circulating since yesterday, the Japanese weekly magazine in question has not written any article about an announcement related to Splatoon <laughs> for June 9th, with which it is a baseless rumor. Don't do very well to like dispel rumors, do they? But then again, I suppose it's no such thing as bad publicity. The only thing with yeah. Splatoon is they've just continued on like being in the news over it. Whether it's the Octo expansion, whether or not it's the you know the release, and then um, the you know the e games that they've been, it's just been constantly drip fed out. Um, they've done a bloody good job of making sure it's mm. still still spoken about, still relevant, still cared about, yeah, still relevant. Yeah, they keep teasing those. Um Octo expansion levels. So, I don't know if you've been looking at those. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think again, the, the amount of new content that comes to Splatoon's really great. It's not quite for me. I want to see a couple more multiplayer modes come out. I think the gut feeling that I'm starting to dawn on me, and, and again, it might be from Nintendo voice chat when I've heard this, but a battle royale mode, how that would work in Splatoon, I don't know. Well, that, um, that might be some kind of world shocking announcement. It would yeah, be. that could be yeah, it. It would be, but then I don't know. I don't. It's odd that it's not. The reason I was thinking like a TV series or something is why do it before E3? Mm. Like if you're going to announce something like that, do it E3. Do yeah. it. Yeah, do an E3. You know, do a role. You know, show it on a video. It's it's just odd that that the rumor says beforehand. Like it's it's almost like it's separate from mm. the game industry. That's my mm. only thought on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. So, Mario... Well, who knows? Yeah, it could be anything. You know what Nintendo is like. <laughs> it could be anything. Um, it could be Splatoon that... cereal, which turns the milk neon <laughs> in <Yeah>. colours. <laughs> could be. Actually, uh, yeah. Splatoon 2 bath soap. Oh, yeah. Jesus yeah, no, that sounds great. Just don't drop it. <laughs> uh, Mario Tennis Aces, gentlemen. I'm extremely excited. Oh, it's going to be brilliant. I'm, it's going to be brilliant. I genuinely feel it. very enthused now that I've seen a lot more of it. Um, yes. I've seen fat Wario's jiggly bottom uh, across my screen, and I can't wait to jump into that. The it's game, be... the game, the oh, game, yeah. the game. Um, so, You've been st- writing that joke all week. <laughs> That's I have to tell the boys. I, I dropped the mic if it wasn't supported. Um, <laughs> I'm absolutely jumping in. So it comes out on. Well, there's the demo, isn't it? Coming on June. 1st? So there's like a there's like a competition, isn't there? Or like yeah, um, the whole tournament. Uh, June the first to the third, you can do it. There's a there's a demo tournament. Yeah. Well, they did that like with the splashdown and the yeah 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 the splatfest yeah. and the. What was it called for arms? I think it was just called oh. the arms something or other, the arms international. Test punch, that's Test it, yeah. Punch there, yeah. yeah. Um, Sounds like something really painful, doesn't it, that? I, um, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I've had a few of them in my time. Um, yeah, I think I'm very, I'm excited by it because I always like the mechanics of mm. the Mario sports games. I like oh, the yeah. Superstar Strike, Mario Strike. Oh, that they not to shoot the bolt too early. Like E3, anyone? Oh, Mario don't. Strikers game. Oh, wait, it, wait, it's due. Wait, it is it. due. Again, it could be one of those ones that's re-released on the collections now. I think um, GameCube games will probably be the first to come over because they haven't got any mad controls. Well, um, with you talking about Nintendo themed <laughs> sports games, like like tennis aces. Like, I really want to play like strikers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mario Golf. 
Um, the, the three of the game, you know, all three are absolutely fantastic. But yeah, on the tennis point, I think they've sorted out quite a lot of the kinks. It seems to be um, a lot more fleshed out than the Wii U version that mm. came out. Mm-hmm. It's its own game. Is that correct? It's not uh, an update. Uh, no, it's like not an update. It's a fresh game. Yeah. It's a fresh game. What do you guys think? Are you excited for it? Oh, are, you, yeah. are you definitely buying it? Picking it up day one. Day one. Yeah, I'll be getting it. I don't know about day one, but I'll, I'm definitely going to get it. So, what, what's stopping oh, you day that, one? Like? He's not a day uh, one buyer. Like, We've established I, this. <laughs> I'm not a day one buyer. Yeah, I like to um, to wait and and just see what how how it's looking and how people are enjoying it. And also, I've got such a back catalogue of games to play that it's just I want to get some of them finished. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel that finished before the end yeah, of the month, so quite, I can. I'll definitely play the demo. Yeah, I think yeah, I, mean, I think the demo will um, will swing whether or not it is a day one release. I don't know what else is coming out roughly at the same time. I don't know. Oh, there's quite a few actually, isn't there? Is there? Um, when's the Octopath Traveler? Oh no, that's much later. No, no date for that yet. But I think people are thinking it'll be around the same time they released the um, the Amiibo of those two Inklings. Um, ah. What are they called? <laughs> From Splatoon Two, obviously. Uh, Marie and oh no. Uh, <laughs> oh crumbs uh, you've got me now I'm kind of happy and proud of us that we don't know what the names are we should know yeah, like, we're, we're, we we're nerdy enough to know and I'm not going to go on the internet I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think this through <laughs> is it <laughs> Carrie and Mary <laughs> Carrie and Marie you're going to stop right it, there is it Pearl no because Pearl's right no Pearl's one Pearl is one and then the one which is like the, the one who does because Pearl does the rapping doesn't she and then the other one does like the singing for the Splatfests. <sighs> singing it is not going to remind me of the name. It might do. You just enjoy the tune. Yeah, it's banging. It is a good um, tune. Oh, you, you are literally forced to read their names. Pearl and Maria. <laughs> that game. <I> know. <laughs> call it Pearl yeah. and Maria. That's what we're calling them. It's both. not. She, she, oh. Google the woman thing. No. It's it's Marina. Marina, there you go. I knew, knew that all the way through, you just didn't want to say it. No, I didn't. I just I literally just looked it up. We've been like five minutes on this. No, like that, that that's quality <laughs> podcast time. Uh, people want to hear us like yeah. um and R and guessing random names. Ruddy ruddy <laughs> southerners with their internet. <laughs> Can't afford it down <laughs> here. I find I don't trust these facts. Like I'd rather just make up stuff. <laughs> It's Marina. Oh, we would have just carried on doing fish-related pun <laughs> names for like ten minutes. Yeah, and we probably should have. Well, you've ended it now. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know you shocked us. But the Octo expansion hey. has got the new character, isn't it? The uh, yeah, the uh, Squidling or whatever it's called. <laughs> I can't remember. What <laughs> right, Octoling. Jesus, wet We're moving on like adults. Squidlings are what we have already. I think Octolings oh, yeah. are like the enemy force from the Great Squid Octo Wars. Yeah. The great Squid yeah. Doctor. Again, if that was played out with paint, then I could go in there as a strategist and give them a couple of ideas. I'd be like, guys, these are knives. Yeah. You know, when you get up and close and personal, put the bucket down, mate. Just use this. A couple of stabby stab stabs. Down goes the Octoling. Win the war. Nice. Yeah, that's a game. Pitch that. Shock the world. Tell me a moto about that. You're buying. Um, Resident Evil 7 on Switch via streaming. Oh, this is like... Um, so it's quite a graphically demanding game, isn't it? It's a very good-looking game. But I've got it on PlayStation Pro. It's awesome. But they'll stream it? So it... 
so you'd need an online connection, a strong one, and then they'd... Str- How's that going to work? I know they do it for some MMOs, don't they? I did it with PlayStation Now. Um, it's a little bit temperamental. It's okay. But that being said, my partner's little sister also has a PlayStation. She severely struggled to stream, I think it was Uncharted 4, which again is a heavily graphically demanding game. It might not be Uncharted. It might be Uncharted 1 or 2. No, it was, it was The Last of Us. So Last of Us is a very, very graphically demanding game. Um, it's towards uh, the end of the life cycle of the PlayStation 3. So, you know, it wasn't too far um, too, off, too far off the likes of most of the PlayStation 4 games. And it was very intermittent. And I think your average broadband user uh, would struggle, especially with something like Resident Evil 7 because um, it, it's, it's a gorgeous game it's a really really dark and gorgeous game there's a lot of um, a lot going on yeah uh, what's your take on this Mark? I mean I'm quite excited about the concept of being able to play games that that aren't going to get made for the Switch just because they are too graphically heavy or, mm. or um, just require too much processing power in general it, it um, means but, anything but at the same time it? I'd rather they did like a Doom or a, a Wolfenstein style, yes. um, you know, reduce the uh, resolution or, or the frame rate a little bit to make it work. So, but maybe, if that, maybe they tried that and it's just not possible with Resident Evil 7. And, you know, I'd rather see just like an HD port of one of the earlier Resident Evils, I think, like Resident Evil 4 take or 5 four. or something. I would definitely take 4 again. Give me 4, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely amazing game. I think with um, so is it official? Um, is that announced? Yeah, it's coming out. That's coming out in Japan. Um, uh, I think in what, what August. What are they calling it? The streaming service? Are they calling it anything, or is it just? Is it no, maybe, I haven't heard. No, not heard that. See, like, I wonder how that's going to appear on the on the store, or certainly how that's going to appear on the on the um, on the dashboard. Just can't imagine it. But then again, I suppose this paves the way for the likes of, uh, like we were saying before, streaming services. So your Netflix, Gameflix, whatever you want to call it, they bring out their own version of it, you know, pay as you go. Do, do you remember when I was talking about my desire for like some kind of Switch-based MMO? Yeah. And I was saying about... Mm-hmm. And, also, you got, and you got Monster Hunter Peach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what more do you and want? And I was always say, I was also <laughs> saying about Fantasy Star yes. Online. Yeah. And then you got there's, that as well, Jesus. There's a Fantasy Star Online 2... PC like MMO game and apparently that's completely streamed like it so you don't actually need a streaming service it's like you access access the game and the whole thing's streamed and playable by everyone but then if Resi 7's is it Capcom it is isn't it Resi mm-hmm. 7's Capcom and they're they're happy to release a game like this and the tech's quite clearly there for I think it's a year old game to come onto the console then you know, what else are they going to bring on and if they can get that to work, I imagine it would save them a lot of money in, in doing the whole Wolfenstein, Doom thing. You'll see all the um, Square Enix games come on, you know, the, the um, Tomb Raider games. Right? You'll see the, the likes of all the Bethesda's, Fallout 4, you know, you'll see uh, yeah. um, Elder Scrolls potentially, you know, if there's anything, you know, Elder Scrolls Online potentially. Damn, um, I've just realised, this will give you, this could give you, because it's Capcom. Don't. Mo- Monster Hunter World. Yay! And Stream you could actually play it with your buddies. I thought you were oh. going to say because it's Japanese and it's streaming service. I thought you were going to say <laughs> Persona Five, but oh, oh, imagine could you? That could happen. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Does that even need streaming though? No, is that it one graphically would be, heavy? Yeah, no, that would work just on cartridge. It, no, it's it's a very. No, uh-huh. I don't know. You know, it's a very very. It's a big game. 
okay. It's not necessarily most gra- like they could they could bring it down, but the style of it, um, it would it's. This is where I've heard like a couple of criticisms of Wolfenstein, and I think some parts of Doom. You've got Doom. No, no, I didn't get it in the end. Um, but I was like that close. Yeah, I was like oh, close to Pete <laughs> holding his arms as far as part as possible the there. By this. <laughs> I was this close. It wasn't very close at all, then, Pete. Um, no, I, I'm. If it, it could run. It could run. I think mm. it could. Um, you just de-res it slightly, and then you've you've got it on there. But I don't know if you'd be able to do it over a cart. Who's mm. behind Persona Five? Is it? They're not a company that are tied to uh, Atlas. It's Atlas Games, yeah. It's Atlas. I don't th- so th- think there's anything on Switch for Atlas or Nintendo's had any particular relationship. There's a game that's already been announced, which was like Persona games are like a spin-off of this Atlas. It's like Sengura Tensei or yeah. What, what what's that? No, no, you're right. It's not far off what you just said, but um, but that series of games was always like the main like stay of Atlas, I believe, and then. They did the Persona games as like a side project, but then they really took off. I believe is Persona is Persona Five. Is it like a JRPG where it's like turn-based combat and you're roaming around? What what sort of good game is it? Bearing in mind that I could talk about Persona Five and probably play the same song that was criticizing Pete over my life. Yeah, I think we should probably um, do that. Like this. Yeah. Pass it over. Oh Jesus! Right, <laughs> Give me the song. One second. Ah, <laughs> oh, just this. When it gets announced, you can do that. Right, come on, tell us about Persona 5. Okay, sorry, I'm just trying to find the song. For some reason, mad songs for me. Right, go on. So, what's this Persona 5 about? Okay, so, you settled in, guys? Okay, settled in. So, the reason it would work is, whereas other every other RPG at the moment seems to be sprawling open worlds and seems to be trying to pull you down a path that no other RPG has been down before, Persona 5 went the other way. Guys, Persona 5 doubled down <laughs> on the core mechanics that made RPGs what were great in the 90s. The Final Fantasy 7s, the Final Fantasy 8s, the 9s, the 10s. What it did was really harden the fact that it wanted to be a turn-based RPG. And Guys, it really got me. It really got me thinking. It was, it was just something where it pulled on the heartstrings with its story of a, a school gym teacher that wanted to touch up the girls and, uh, <laughs> Hang on. no it's just what happened it's what happens Persona we can't. turn that off turn that off go on I can't talk about it it's a very dark story <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that was the point when Dan went west uh, northwest no it was, yeah, it's, it's a really really good game it translates very well on a Switch and I think it's something where I want as many people to play it as possible oh, that's um, my eyes but it is true yeah Dan can you do that every fortnight for a game that you love just that softly spoken Lovely. with the music Absolutely. How, it, how it touched you personally <laughs> <laughs> and physically Final Fantasy 9 a story by Daniel Ward <laughs> <laughs> it was a young summer's day when VV was entering Alexandria. No, I'm not going to bother. Um, yeah, there's plenty of songs. I could do that all day. Oh, God. That's oh, a sp- it's a spin-off that. show by itself. It's a spin-off show on its own. I think I might start doing that. Um, Resident <laughs> Evil 7, you going to play it then? If it comes over here? Um, I, I'm interested in seeing what it'll be like. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, in yeah. yeah it is. Yeah, yeah. And it, the way the pay structure is, you, like, you, you subscribe to it rather than buy it. Mm. So you only get it for a limited mm. amount of time. Okay. So rental service. Before yeah, it was just a little blockbuster app. Uh, 
So <laughs> Nintendo bans hackers from using Switch Online. That's so what you get. We were taught. <laughs> Thank you to the hype <laughs> man in the other room. Um, interestingly enough, we were talking about the hack last week, which uses the where the controllers plug into, and yada yada yada. You know, they managed to jailbreak the Switch to get free games. So somehow Nintendo have found a way of blocking these people. How the hell have they done that? Um, well, I, I, I'm a techno wizard for Nintendo, so I'll tell you intrinsically how they've done that. Shall I get the song ready? Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> Carry on, sorry. No, um, I don't know how they've done it, but it's only blocking them from online uh, services, isn't it? That So they must be That's able right, to know yeah. that you've changed something. Mm, it's they can't because, like, shut down your console, but they can... I think they've probably taken the appropriate response because... This is a you know this is something that's going to be a problem with any switch um, that was bought up until now. I think they're going to very quietly release switches that don't have this exploit in them mm. over the next couple of months. Um, to ban them, I think maybe a little bit harsh. I feel like going well, oh, it's kind of your fault. Or, you know, you kind of left yourselves open to this, like. But again, PC gamers, if you know you, you hack online, you get banned. Um, you know, if you do the same thing on a PlayStation, I think it's in line. I think I think it's proportionate. I, I do. Like if you if you you'd have to go to quite a bit of effort to to jailbreak your Switch. Like you know that that's not what they intended you to use that console for. Like I think it seems proportionate to me that you're not allowed to use the online services once you do that. What do you think, Mark? Yeah, I mean, the people who are doing it, I would have thought they should have had like separate accounts and separate switches to do that sort of thing on. A bit like when with like a beta testing for like Apple or Google or whatever, they say, oh, don't do this on your primary system. I mm. think they were really being a bit, you know, they were, they were thinking that Nintendo was just going to be an easy, uh, a bit of a pass. And, you know, they've come down hard on it. And I, yeah, I think it's probably within Nintendo's rights. Well, obviously it's within their rights and it uh, it does make sense to stop it happening in the future. Nintendo be flexing. Um, so yeah. one thing that we have been doing, I think, over the last couple of weeks is kind of updating our E3 uh, predictions. So have we any updates or is there anything else that you feel other than the things that have kind of been leaked? Obviously, we're kind of relatively certain now on Pokemon. We talked about the Dragalia. That's kind of been announced already. Star Fox, that's got a rumor out there. That seems to be fairly there already. What do you think or have your opinions changed at all? Or is there anything you want to add to them? I, I think before we do get into predictions, I'm hoping the third party comes out swinging a bit. I think okay. that needs to be there. Mm. I think there needs to be... I don't know. There needs to be this, like, yep, we've seen your first year and we want in. And then hmm. E3 is literally like, we've got a sizzle reel that lasts five minutes, but look at all these flipping games that you can now play in the near future on your Switch. Yeah. Go. And then I, th- I think to be we're like going to get that. Over. Well, I think we need yep. it. I, I think we yep. really do. Um, I want something absolutely nuts from them. I want them uh, to completely backtrack on the way they've they've gone about E3 the last couple of years. But, oh, really? Yeah, I, I want them to come out like PlayStation do, uh, ball swinging, just going right here is 30, 30 seconds of each game running up to maybe four or five big, huge announcements at the end. I think it's going to be a stonker. I don't think it's going to be... Um, this is Nintendo establishing themselves and going, right, yeah, we're ready to kind of fight back now. This is going to be our uh, strategy over the next couple of years and potentially even into the next console. Um, I think we're going to see an upgrade to the Switch. 
Uh, wow. Switch Pro. No, really? Yeah, I definitely think we're... You think they're going to announce that to, at E3? Yeah, I think so. I think they're, they're at the point where the graphic fidelity of the Switch and the likes of things that's coming out, the like Resident Evil 7 that we've mentioned, they probably want a little bit of more third-party support. Um, some of the games that are current-gen, they want to bring over, or they've had probably a lot of indication that we want to bring X, Y, and Z over to you, you know, want to bring Fallout 4, but it doesn't graphically run on the Switch as well as what we'd hoped. So <laughs> Until now, we've Okay, this. guys, well, we've been sat on this chip. It can support the current power module. Yeah, it's going to go in. This is the Switch Pro. Um, I know we've spoken about it before a couple of times. Uh, I just think it'd be an absolute no-brainer to do it at this point because it would make me trade in my Switch and it would make me buy the new one. So it's almost like iPad or iPhone sort of updates. Incremental. Yeah, yeah, incremental updates. Oh, I I don't know about that. I'd be really, really, really happy with it. And again, only because Mm. I just want to see... I just want to see Nintendo really go up against the big boys now and start saying we're happy with this we've got there first with the you know the home console that translates into or transitions into a portable um but now we want to slice this 4k action now we want to slice the streaming you know this is a little bit of a bigger console maybe you know an extra couple of inches here or there um, i would very much like to go with you on it because i want those third parties and i think that that would attract them but if we go back to our previous conversations about where Nintendo's like getting their money from, they're getting it from like Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Mm. Like that's not some 4K like muscle busting title. So I don't know. I think the drive for them to do that would come from third parties, but none of their first party uh, third parties, but none of their first party stuff demands that. So I I can't see them doing it this soon. Every argument we've just made i completely agree with you Mm. it just wouldn't make any financial sense but then when you look at the strategy of an iphone the iphone s the iphone s plus uh then you look at the iphone so x that comes out which is a really super so at the moment you can go and get an x you can get an 8s or an 8s plus or you can go and get an 8c or a 7c which is like a plastic version of this so there's four different versions of current gen Mm. that all run the same os well, their sales are like starting to dampen, aren't they? That they're not like yeah, they're the... dampening, but it's not exactly like they're crying it in, are they? Going, no, like, they're still making a good. Profit, it's still the they? right model to go. Like mm. both the PlayStation and the Xbox have gone down that route. They've by by all means by proxy mm. anyway. They've lengthened the life of this console generation by bringing out their X, by bringing out the PlayStation Four Pro. Um, I just don't. It, it just wouldn't make sense why Nintendo wouldn't want a slice of that, mm. especially when they probably got most of the hardware there already they're sticking a better chip in there maybe a you know a bit of a bigger battery and making it slightly larger it's mm. no brainer yeah i agree regarding like a switch 2 or a switch pro i just i don't think this e3 mm. i think it will be the next one or, or even the one after that to, I, be, to be honest i will put but, myself out there i say they're they're going to announce <laughs> it now and it will be for next year or it will be for wow. late 2019 we'll hear we'll see the first snippets of it now and then we'll get probably um a full reveal like oh, you know a direct um leading up to christmas or certainly um slightly into the new year which will say this is going to be out in summer 2019 or yeah. you know okay big, that's big. really provocative like it could be amazing <laughs> if they did like um one thing i'd be interested to see as well 
if the people who have already gone, so like Sony and Xbox with this pro dynamic and stuff, I wonder if they do like a pro go, which is like their pro version console on the go. Like if they did mm-hmm. like the switch approach to their pro consoles, like that would be an interesting one to see, wouldn't it? Yeah. And I think that's just as likely as the other way around of the switch taking on pro attributes. I think, yeah, they've gone, well, I've been mean, PlayStation have kind of, tried that but not with it being um you know home console at the same time uh but yeah it'd be interesting yeah yeah it would i mean what are your predictions then for e3 um i'm thinking um i I try i've tried to choose stuff that we haven't already talked about or hasn't already been um like potentially leaked Mm. so i'm still thinking we're going to see an animal crossing like a full an H an HD sort of style Animal Crossing for the Switch that'd makes so much see. sense. Yeah, it, be it would be really see. great to see. Yeah. I mean, did you get a lot of ground out of Animal Crossing games in the past? Did you? Only New Leaf. I, I played that a lot on the. Th- I put a lot of time in. It's a game mm. that I picked up. I think it, it was like briefly on sale or something, and I just thought I'll give this a go. I've heard a lot of people talk about it, and then and there wasn't a lot going on with the Wii U at that point. I think so. I just grabbed it, and then. It was a game that it's a game that it's difficult to explain. Probably a bit like Stardew Valley, why you end up putting so much time into it. You just wander around and you're like picking up fossils and stuff. You're like digging yeah. up fossils and yeah. and collecting fruit. And you're like, I've just spent three hours just picking up apples. What am I doing? Yeah, it, it's this kind of. There's that. What's that? There's like a farming game which seems very similar. It's called like it's Why something on the Switch that's come out quite recently, and and yonder that's it oh yonder and like animal crossing and stardew valley and yonder they're in this realm of just do it for like a bit of fun like there's no world to save there's no like driving pressure to do anything but just get yourself lost in here for a bit and that's what animal crossing is really good at it's all superfluous but really just gets you drawn in yeah. Yeah, and I do love the whole seasons concept. So, and 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 the cal- the calendar idea where you 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 go into Animal Crossing um you, when you went in at uh, you know Easter or Christmas and everyone there your whole village is like celebrating Christmas and yeah. handing out packages and things. It's like such a nice idea to have like a diary sort of game like that and I think that really suits the Switch being so pick up and play and I it, I we haven't had any real rumors but but with the mobile game uh, coming out, you know, earlier this year, it seems like a good time to drop a full game, and I, d- I honestly yeah. don't know why we haven't seen more about that already. <laughs> yeah, I just but think yeah. they've um, allowed the um, oh, what's the name of the farming game that I've just bought? Stardew Valley. Yes, Stardew Valley. Yay! You get it? Yeah, I've got it. Yay! Um, so from the <laughs> yay, um, they're just letting Stardew Valley die <laughs> before they go and release it because. They're probably looking at it going, no, it's our direct competition. That's got well, it's still a, number one. Like it's know. never going to die. It's like num- it's like number one or two every single day. Because it's an amazingly it? good game. Like it's just so fun and fleshed out and original. And the game resets with the seasons every winter. Oh. Start again. It's like yay! I wonder what I'm going to do next spring. Those like, guys are getting some serious money. <laughs> yeah, I haven't played it yet. Uh, just because, and because I know that I'm just going to play it for hundreds of hours, oh, you'll and that, that's what I'm going to do. You'll it's, not, it's number one on the charts again now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so aside from Animal Crossing, 
Any other I think predictions we'll probably, there's the this long rumored um, Pikmin 4. I think we'll probably get maybe a first images of that. Because mm, uh, I yeah. think Miyamoto said it was finished, like back in the Wii U days. Mm. And I think. I, I don't. I don't. I think that won't be this year. But I think it's a good sort of um, the sort of Kirby slot that we had this year. Uh, you could plonk a Pikmin four into the 2019 schedule. One that one that that tickles my fancy a bit. Wonderful 101 remake or oh, yeah. Wonderful yeah. 101 like a sequel to that. I think that yeah, would be really nice. That. Yeah, I've yeah. spoken about that for quite some time. Particularly when Bayonetta was released. Like the, the Platinum Games was a studio that I was going, give us Wonderful 101, please. <laughs> he I re- loved he, that re- he really was doing that as well. Uh, they, they completely ignored me, so. But oh well. <laughs> I don't blame them. I did keep repeating. Until it. now. Until now, yeah. The uh, sizzle yeah. reel for it will just be a picture of my happy face. Like, <laughs> this one's for you, Pete. <laughs> yeah. Keep hatting us. We love it. <laughs> it was just you that bought us, Pete. <laughs> we left our wives for this. <laughs> I think. Um. I think we'll also see a. I'll, I'll just go run through quickly my my last three, and then uh, I've just got like three rapid fire ones now. After Animal Crossing, Pikmin Four. I think yeah. we'll see a two D Zelda. I also think that we might mm-hmm. see a Metroid Prime HD collection. I think and that would I be think, a really um, good good game to play. Like to have all of those on yes. one section. Like I would just have that on a shelf, just take it off whenever I was feeling a bit low. Yeah, like, and it would just <laughs> take me back to when I was a better person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is an important very, game. It's been a very dark. We should never record on a Tuesday again. It's been a very dark <laughs> episode. What's up, guys? I know. What's going on? Uh, I feel like I, I can't hug you. I can only hug you physically. She left me. Like that. <laughs> yeah. That's what's wrong, Mark. She left me. You didn't know. Uh, no, I did say at the start I haven't been feeling very well. I think that's maybe what's the downbeat because, tone. Sorry. Because of the toys, she's just left me. She hates Nintendo. Yeah. She doesn't. Um, go on. We talked your... about Persona 5 one more time. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and I think I think we'll see a Call of Duty. No, no, not happening. They've already said it's not coming, haven't they? They were well, already no, said, they said the new one's not coming, but I think we'll see a, a remastered old one. Because that's oh, exactly that's, what we need—a remastered old. Body. Oh god! I don't see it happening. I, they were—they—they they no. put a lot of graft into the Call of Duty on the Wii U, if you remember, and no one yeah. bought it. Like it just—it didn't sell. The console didn't sell. That game didn't sell. Like, I think I just think it, it's too much of a successful platform now. Like even the people like Capcom who were really reluctant to jump on board. Like they, I think they already they might have already said they weren't releasing that Monster Hunter game. Um, that, that you know the Ultimate Generations one, the XX one, that wasn't going to come out of Japan. Yeah. And now it is because of the success. They know that on the Switch it will sell enough you know, to make them a bucket load of money. I do think they've missed the boat a bit. Well, they should have done that. On the Switch, yeah. <laughs> the moment that, that Monster Hunter World... So, like, you'd have Monster yeah. Hunter World that comes out, do all your publicity for that for the main, like, for your PlayStations and your Xbox crowd, but then there's the Switch Monster Hunter game, which is this one, and it's like, people will be like, oh, but it's not it's not Monster Hunter World, but you get a big cadre of people going, yeah, but this one's better because of this, and it, like, they've missed out a big swing of publicity there. Mm. It was a weird game, yeah. to be fair, the way they publicised it. Um, Ultim- uh, sorry, Monster Hunter World. Just, it was everywhere for about six, seven weeks. So for them to have cross-marketed Monster Hunter. Did, did, did Monster Hunter World sell? Uh, yeah, very well. 
Did it? Yeah. Yeah, but again, it was it wasn't a PlayStation PlayStation exclusive, but it was tied to PlayStation. Because so. Capcom's been burned a couple of times. They they released like a new kind. I know they released like Street Fighter Turbo, like the remake. Do you remember that? It yeah. was like a very early, like port of an early Street Fighter game. Well, they've already said, haven't they, that they're gonna strip back a lot of the franchises that they started. I think it was only. Resident Evil, uh, Monster Hunter, um, Pro Evolution Soccer. Is that Capcom? Is that right? Can, I'm not sure that about that. Konami? That might be Konami. Uh, okay. I, I will rescind everything I've just said for the last yeah. 10 seconds because it's Konami that have peeled back from yeah, what they were doing. My point with Capcom is I think they released like a Marvel versus something. Like yeah, they yeah. released a kind of fighter on the PlayStation and Xbox and like no one bought it. And mm. the Switch version of like a. 25 year old game that's just been updated and released on switch which cost them no money to make really like outsold it and they were like oh crap we've we've backed the wrong horse here like so i think that that was like a turning point for them so where you were saying at the start mark about that original skepticism yeah they did but they learned very quick like mm-hmm. people on the switch are buying a lot of games they are and, and I, I, that's why I think we'll see a Call of Duty. I think it's just inevitable that um, just because it's it sells so well that they've tried they tried to bring it out for the Wii and then the Wii U, and obviously that didn't go very well. But this is just such a better platform for it. I think we'll see it. But anyway, th- th- that's just a pr- it's a prediction. We've got mm. no information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is the prediction movement. Only, only because it was part of the the GameStop leak or the apparent GameStop leak that. Rage 2 is now confirmed from. I'm going to say Luigi's Mansion. Um, the latest one, so it'll be Luigi's Mansion 3. Is that right? Anyone yeah, I me? think there's been two. Before my voice goes like Yeah, that? there was uh, Dark of the Moon for 3DS or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, I think Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, that's my final right. prediction. So. You know what? I think there will be, but I, I really just don't know the people who are asking for it. I never played either, but I Mario would probably parties. play it. Mario Party yeah, games. Yeah. Like, I really, d- I'm not interested in Mario Party at all. Who's asking for that game? But I reckon there'll be one coming. I would, I would like that game. Would you? I like Mario Party. I like the idea of playing. I have good memories of playing them. Yeah. Um, I think with us, <laughs> yeah, a lot of maybe sat around. Maybe that's the one game I couldn't like learn to win. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How dare still up to chance? God damn you, fate and luck. Um, okay, so that's uh, that's the news, boys. So I think we should probably switch it up. What do you think of the tune? That was uh, not as strong as mm. the. Not as strong, was it? What, what, what are your feelings on that one, Mark? A bit controversial, the song choice. It's good. Well, I started to dance a little bit, so that's yeah. always a good sign. Uh, yeah, I started I, to I, cry. I struggle to dance to that kind of music. <laughs> it's not your bag, really. Oh, is sorry, it? I forgot. Yeah. I forgot we were on a crying vibe. For the yeah, it's, it's a hard day, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Tuesday um, vibe. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should really... I mean, we haven't got any questions tonight because I forgot to put it out on Twitter to ask anyone. Um, so <laughs> we could probably go for five, five to ten minutes each of just, you know, what we're playing at the moment and, you know, how we're feeling. Uh, Mark, Darkest Dungeon? Yeah, so I'm still playing Darkest Dungeon. I'm up to over 35 hours now, according yeah, to my... Yeah, uh, So five more hours and Pete will let you review it. No, he's got to do 80 yeah. hours. Then. <laughs> 40, 45, 35 more hours and then you're there. 
<laughs> yeah, I really <laughs> hope I've completed <laughs> it before that. But if not, then I'll let you know. But I, I you know, I'm close to wanting to get the DLC Ooh. as well for it. Um, the, the the new thing that I got to, uh, you know, just as an update to what I talked about before, is I was sort of wondering at what point I was going to really want to do the harder challenges. Mm. So there are harder dungeons that you can send your poor, you know, mad beleaguered team (laughs) into. And uh, they, I was like, well, when, when am I going to ever want to do that? Because it's already quite difficult on the easier ones. But at some point, your characters level up to a point where they will just refuse to go into the easy ones. So they won't go into the easy dungeons. They just say, I want a challenge. And so you then get this pool, this growing pool of characters who you've leveled up to a certain point that you've cared for and looked after and healed and and upgraded their weapons. (laughs) And you just have to then get a a team of four of those and take them into one of these Knowing that some will die. Knowing, and and I've already had it happen. (laughs) I'm like, no! That's heartbreaking. Uh, It's really hard, but it's great because like, I probably just would have carried on grinding, just taking them through the early levels for ages. Cause I'm a very cautious mm. gamer like that. I'll like, I'll like on like Zelda or something, I'll just crawl around the area where the boss is just collecting everything. And then I'll go when only when I feel like I'm fully powered up yeah. and then I'll like be afterwards, I'll be going, Oh, it's too easy. And it's like, it was like <laughs> powered up. Too much. <laughs> yeah, like, but this forcing you to go in earlier than I would have done is really great because I, I know I wouldn't have taken them in so soon. So all you can do at that point is if you want to level those guys up more is um, get money from leveling up other guys on easier missions and just pouring that money into those guys. Yeah. So into your advanced crew or but if you do that, then you run out of, um, you know, you're not upgrading the other ones. So, you know, those ones that are already weaker are just going to be weaker and weaker and weaker. And so you're stuck in this sort of catch-22 situation. But it just adds another layer to it. And it's really fantastic. I've properly down the rabbit hole with it. And I yes. highly recommend And Anyone out there is a fan of, like, dungeon crawling, um, turn-based style games. Team just management. Darkness. Team, team management. Yeah. Dark, mm. If you like darkness, yep. dungeon. Not the darkness. You know, they're not in it. <laughs> they Get your hands be. off of my woman. And, uh, I don't even think I love. <laughs> yeah, if that came into the game, it would just be the most surreal thing. <laughs> it would um, be funny. Yeah. Give it 35 <laughs> more hours, like in there. Uh, oh, that was a twist. <laughs> That's all I'm hearing after yeah. like another 35 hours of the game. I'll have gone mad and I'll need to go into rehab myself. Yeah. Um, Could be worse. The other game I'm playing, which is also pretty bleak, and uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> It's called Goetia or Goetia. It's pronounced. It's 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 spelled G O E T I A. Pretty sure I got point. a uh, pretty sure I got a bout of that in Magaluf a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> running with Goetia. <laughs> what yeah. have you got? Oh, it's Goetia. <laughs> yeah, I don't ask about that again. That story. Do you want to go and have lunch over there? No, Goetia. So that's how you say it. Was that? It was that dark dungeon you went into. That, it was. Uh, went. <laughs> yes, it was. So this game. It's like a point-and-click style um, adventure game, but different to other point-and-click games. You play as a ghost, so you sort of arrive after you've already died, and you're sort of unraveling the mystery of what happened to you and the family, and you're sort of working through this really creepy house. 
Um, and it like I was a bit worried about it on the Switch, and I was thinking, well, am I going to have to play it? Because because we like playing point and click games as a co-op. Um, because you can work through the puzzles together, and also just because I'm not smart enough to work out some of the puzzles, so Christine has to help. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of them. E3 prediction: The Witness is going to come to um, Switch. Oh, really? That's a prediction. Mm. I, I think so. That's anyway, a prediction. On. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, no. I'll be, I'll be, I've already bought that like twice. <laughs> yes. so, yeah, What's the name of the game, game. of um, the dude who makes them? He's an absolute genius, but he's an absolute madman as well. It'll come to me. Arena or Pearl, I think it is. It's um, one of the two, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I heard Laurel. Uh, carry on, Mark. Sorry, Goetia. Yeah, Goetia, the um, the game version of a uh, sexually transmitted disease, is um, a really great <laughs> point click game. It's really spooky. Um, the puzzles are super hard. And, and most of the time with this sort of game, the puzzles are too easy. But this one, really difficult, really challenging puzzles and the, the 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 setup's really good and a bit like we were just saying for darkest dungeon um it gradually because another thing we don't like about other point and click games is it gives you too much of the world too quickly and okay. so you just end up walking around picking stuff up and there's too many characters and too many scenarios that you get into but the, in this game it really cleverly gradually like opens different rooms that you can only get to after a certain bit of the uh, a certain bit of progress so you, and then you can go to those extra rooms so it really gradually lets you move through the game it's a really cool game and um and it's pretty cheap i think it's only like uh eight pounds or something like that okay. so for the level of um play time we've had already it's already worth it um so um so, sorry go on current no, I was just going to say, so if people out there, you like a sort of point-and-click adventure-style game, and you, there's one that's a bit spookier, I'd recommend it. And it also, you can play it in handheld mode, then it's got touchscreen controls for the point-and-click. Nice. But you can also play it on the screen, on your TV in docked mode, and then you just move the cursor around um, with uh, uh, the, one of the Joy-Cons is analog sticks. And that also works really well, so, yep, so good game. i ask you two questions. So Thimbleweed Park, have you picked that up yet? I haven't yet. I did get it on the um, the Steam on, on my computer, and I, we um, haven't played it properly yet, and I need to. So that's point and click. So what's your favorite point and click game ever? Yeah, the, the, the Monkey Island games, which is why You're I wrong. To... You're wrong. It's Grim Fandango. Oh. Carry on, Pete. What are you playing this week, mate? <laughs> 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 no, I, I absolutely love the, uh, the Monkey Monkey Island games, but I think theme, Thimbleweed Park is made by the same chap who made those, if I remember rightly. Yeah, I think it is. Tim, yeah. oh, it's Tim of Legend on Twitter. It's Tim something. What are you playing at the moment, Pete? Yeah. Um, so I'm still playing Scars of Fury. I really like that. And one which was only like maybe two pound less than Timberman versus. You were desperately trying to get me to get this the other week. I remember you showing me it. It's such a daft flipping game. Like so daft. It's like for the price of like a couple of bags of crisp. Like it's a game where you essentially hit one button and move the stick. No, no, sorry. It's either one shoulder button or the other shoulder button. So you essentially play as a timberman, a guy who cuts wood, and every click of either the right or the left bumper, he swings the axe to hit the tree. But if you hit the right bumper, then he's on the right cutting the tree. If you hit the left, he's on the left cutting the tree. So this tree is getting smaller and smaller as time goes on, but there's different branches, 
at different levels on each side. So you have to alternate which side you're cutting as time goes on. And if you cut too fast, like you lose track of where the twigs are and they hit you and you die and you have to start again. <laughs> or like if you go too slow, the timer runs down and you don't get very far down the tree. See. It is simplicity itself, but boy, is it competitive couch so co- uh, com- competition. You have bought the timber equivalent of international track and field. Yeah, that is that is exactly, exactly what, what I've is. done. Except you unlock loads of different avatars for your guy, and I'm talking like there must be about 200 of these bloody like wow. avatars. Wow! So you've mostly been playing it in multiplayer. Yeah. Um, is it, is and, it until the missus was like, "This is uh, what are you doing with your life?" And, <laughs> and then I was like, "I was playing with you," and she's like, "I'm he, gone." He so was, then I just played it by myself against computer characters. I thought you were going to say, "Well, he was homeless. So I just brought him in the house. He wants to play games." <laughs> he's Ladies on heroin. Uh, this is Giles. He's on heroin. No, he's not. He's fine. He's okay. Just a bit. It's a daft game, but you know, I, I haven't had a lot of time like the, the last couple of weeks with plenty of real life things getting in the way. But I have been able to play a bit of that and it, it kind of fit with the situation I was in. I was like, I really just don't want to do anything meaningful right now. And it's like, chop, 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 chop. Brilliant. Done. I like it. Nice. Brilliant. I thought you were going to say, because um, you've been doing a lot of chopping of trees. Yeah. In your real yeah. Just practicing at home. Yeah. yeah, that's it. It's just really into the vibe now. He's wearing yeah. checkered shirts everywhere. Well, there's like a Nintendo themed level and instead of a tree, you're cutting down a green Mario pipe. Right, okay. <laughs> and the green pipe's down I thought you were going to say the green leg of piranha plants in the background just dancing around and you're like, this is just bliss. I am a grown-ass man. I love this. It's, it's really it's really good. I've actually been playing something different. <laughs> and I've actually been playing something that doesn't involve two bumpers. Okay. okay. Actually, it does. It kind of does. So I've been playing SteamWorld Heist. Um, oh, I love the look of this. Yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous. Mm. So um, made by the same, obviously, same guys that made SteamWorld Dig, SteamWorld Dig 2. Haven't played the original SteamWorld Dig yet. I don't know if either of you have picked that up before. I haven't no, I've played, played it. I've only played the sequel. Mm. SteamWorld Dig 2, yeah. So SteamWorld Dig 2 probably was in my top three games of the year last year. Mm. Um, loved it. Really, really technical game. As in the world was absolutely stunning. Um, it was very tactile, easy to play, kind of platformer, and just the kind of dynamic of digging down and trying to find jewels, going back up, you know, claiming the, uh, the cost for jewels, then being able to upgrade your weapons, yada, 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 and all different things that you can do. Um, really, really great game hook simple story loved it so steamworld heist the difference in this game pete's getting the uh, trailer up oh, nice. no 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 this is uh it's timber you just you're just getting a timber man yeah. he's just got the tim he's just trying to sell me timber man again <laughs> i just want it he can't he can't, like the, he can't leave it alone there you go. he's just watching it this he just can't stop himself stop. he's he's doing this because i've played the hovers theme before no, please, no, tell us about that game. <laughs> <laughs> While I play Timberman. Um, so Steam Look World... up in a minute, it'll be Monster Hunter. Just yeah. right <laughs> I'll be dressed like a jaggy. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Start talking about Donkey oh, Kong you again, will. as well. Um, so, Donkey Kong. Shut up. <laughs> don't. Where's my surfboard? About Donkey Kong. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, where are my shades? Where are my wraparound shades? Because they're still popular. You guys are looking so funky today. <laughs> Thanks, mate. The next person I see in Oakley shades, I'm going to punch. 
Uh, Don't be so cranky. (laughs) 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 Oh, well played. Uh, No, please tell us about that game. You were saying something about something. It's very good. It's very good that you got the proximity of internet, Mark, because you started this, mate. If you were in the room right now. Ooh. I mean, I think there are like crosshairs coming through the window. Yeah, there will be. I know, yeah. Scouse crosshairs. Get down, mate. So, yeah, little, anyway, SteamWorld Hi- Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> SteamWorld Heist, guys. Right, blooming focus. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you the story. I'm going to get you involved in this like it got you involved before. I'm going to get you crying. I'm going to get you weeping. going to get you, get you engaged, get you passionate about a game that you've never played. You ready? Yeah. So, if I could summarize it in one sentence. Think of XCOM. Light. Okay. Well, I really like XCOM games. Yeah, very, very light. So, you know, your Mario Rabbids, you move forward a couple of steps, then you've got to shoot your gun, or certain things mean you can't shoot the gun if you move. Um, the big hook of SteamWorld Heist is that you're using the angle certain guns will have, like a, um, what do you call it? A sight? Laser scope? Yeah, yeah, it's like a ricochet thing I've seen on yeah. footage. So you can angle your shots so that they'll go past obstacles. It's a very, very simplistic game. The only thing I would say the downside of it at the moment is it sometimes feels a little bit too simple. Um, like I've kind of pounded through like 20 levels in the space of three hours, I'd say. Just mm. while I'm talking, so, I'll get uh, the... Are those levels, you're essentially like a, a pirate, you're a pirate, aren't you? Aren't you on spaceships or something? Yeah, so like the crack at the end of SteamWorld Dig 2 was the world blows up. Um, so you're kind of, you know, thrown into... Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, no, it doesn't really spoil it. Um, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> you might have to beep beep. Yeah, might have to beep beep. So what happens is you're, you're thrown in space and because you're robots obviously you can breathe and you can live it's absolutely fine so you're a kind of band of um renegade space pirates you can uh, you can recruit certain ones as and when you go through cool. and then certain levels will require you to have maybe one person um complete it or someone's like two or three or four the levels themselves are kind of set up in a i think a lot of a lot of the time it's random randomly generated so um, the layout will be the same, but the enemies that come at you are different because it is very much trial and error. Um, it's loading times, super, super quick. When you're on the actual level, if you do die, you lose water, which is the currency that you have in SteamWorld Dig, and um, it means that you can't then purchase guns or additional weapons or armor with it. All these kind of perks that kind of allow you to chop and change what your characters look and feel like during each each mission. Do you... Buy the gear for all the characters that you can recruit. Yes, all yeah. of them. No, I so like that. you can kind of chop certain characters, like this big tall bloke, and you can only use like rocket launcher or like an automated what weapon. What else would you need? Exactly, your main character. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, your main character can only use um, pistols. So again, she's mm-hmm. the one that will have laser scopes. And oh, and ca- trick shots. In, and she's yeah, the kind I've of one that, that has these, yeah. these trick shots. Where do I go on my profile? Oh, there we go. So first played my play activity. How do I know how long I've been playing SteamWorld Heist for? Uh, so you go on... on you, yeah, it should be there. It just says first played eight days ago. It doesn't tell me anything. Yeah, it refreshes after a while. I'm not well, sure how long. it's not very good now when we're recording a podcast, is it, Pete? No, for <laughs> sake. I didn't design it. Oh, I'm going to estimate that. Yeah, you are responsible for that, Pete. It is yeah, his fault. Yeah. Come on. Sorry, guys. Admit it, mate. I would like to apologize to all the Nintendo community for that design choice that I made. <laughs> you brought this on yourself when you brought the game of Timber into my house. <laughs> um, 
so yeah it's it's a great game it's really enjoyable i have felt even on the hardest difficulty settings a little bit too easy i've maybe got stuck on one level three or four times where it's meant i've got to go and chop and change the the inventory um oh, do i say do you say inventory or inventory? inventory is that right i say inventory is that american or is that what would you say i say inventory okay well the inventory where you chop and change it to make sure that you've got a competitive edge of whatever is in there. And again, the type of monsters you'll get, your classic kind of grunts, baseball bat. Uh, you'll also get a, a machine, which is also a bomb. So you can't get too close to them and have fisticuffs. You need to try and get your distance and blow them up, otherwise it'll damage your character. Um, it can be a little bit... Uh, what's the best way of describing it? It can be a little bit dull at times as well when you've completed a mission and you're wanting just to get up to the escape pod and it'll take like maybe three or four minutes just to move all your characters up. Oh, because you've got to do like turns. Yeah, it's still turns. So it's it's just the usual kind of negatives of a turn-based game, but still the positives of like the Steam World kind of dynamic and the you know the uh, the context that goes with it they so. seem to create a lot of stuff very quick as well don't they yeah. do you not think like mm. it, it doesn't seem that long ago that steam world dig 2 was released and then it was within a year that this this other steam world game heists was released and it seems like a very fleshed out game as well it's yeah, like it's um i wouldn't be surprised if i played something like this on mobile i think it probably would be best suited on that i don't actually know if it's actually on the apple store the accuracy of your analog sticks for those angles has to be pretty crucial though i would have thought it would but then it kind of there's a so for some reason there's a breathing mechanism so you'll be like moving the gun up a little bit naturally anyway moving it down naturally Uh, anyway so if you were on a mobile device and you kind of got there or thereabouts you could wait and then hit it just to make sure that you got the person but it's good um probably gonna have a review up by it's tuesday today probably get the podcast up tonight so by thursday or friday we'll have it finished off um at least then i'll be able to flesh out a couple of thoughts on there and pick up anything i haven't Mm. already but it's good i'm still picking up rocket league as well still Jump, jumping into a couple of games because that is Good. the nightcap yeah. for me at the moment of just like <laughs> yeah there's my reset button go into Rocket League boom I'm done so uh, well, I just fall asleep was... slumped over the console yeah. that's not the first Rocket League, yeah. I, know, yeah, so, well, I think uh, that might be us done mine I think so yeah is that all done <laughs> think well so. played boys it's been a shame we haven't met sooner there was a lot of content Mm. there was a lot to get through yeah mm. I mean you will try and yeah when are we playing the next one two weeks two weeks yeah we'll, we'll, yeah, and we'll that, do the classic that's the E3 it is Ooh. Ooh. I can hear the hype dream coming I know I know which <laughs> why I think the point of there's no point in really going through what games get released soon I haven't even looked at Hyrule Warriors although I have got the urge to play the Dynasty oh. Warriors kind of we, we, we've got probably like a, a bit of a schism in the Switch Island community here. Oh, it's not I, for I'm today, at, mate. Let's it's get into for, it. I don't. Oh, it's not, not for today. Time. Like I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a good mood. I've, I've been. We've had some dark moments in this podcast, like, but I'm feeling <laughs> finally quite open. That's been dark, hasn't it? I think that's a discussion for another time. There needs yeah. to be like a, a Warriors versus. Like between me and Mark, where we discuss ah, the benefits ah, and drawbacks yes. of each. That could be a thing. Have, have, you, have you played both of them? Yes. Yes, oh man! I have. Oh, you've actually played both of them. Yes, I have. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. I was just thinking, I was thinking there's no way you could have played both of them to have this opinion. Yeah, so that, no, I definitely have played both of them. Oh man, alive. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, and, and I've been thinking for some time about this argument. So, uh, he's, um, he's prepared for you, Mark. No, no, no. That's, that's the, the, the big thing for my position on it is that I've only played it co-op. Okay. Okay. Well, so that, that you might know, explain. I, I'm not, I'm not going to. I think it's it's quite telling that you're getting excuses in early. Um, guys, guys, <laughs> guys, ding, 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 ding. Oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's save this for next week because I think this needs to be front and centre. I'm going to bill it as the fight that starts episode nine. Is that right? Is that what we're yeah, coming on to? We're up to it, yeah. Guys, yeah. You, you know, prepare yourselves. You've got two weeks. You know, yeah. Rocky montage. Keep it going, Pete. Yeah. That's, oh, exactly. oh, no, <laughs> That's the best I've got. I don't remember yeah. anymore. Yeah, I think we've got we've got a little bit of uh, a little bit of Sutton Sutton coming up next week then, uh, and to see if you guys can try and try and. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Beef up your arguments up until that point. I'm already furious. Ooh, <laughs> that's it. That's it. So, guys, um, as ever, thank you very much for listening. And our rambles for the last two hours we've been on. Oh my word, two hours! Oh my days! If we've uh, if we've chewed your ears off, if uh, Pete's sultry tones and and Mark's Southern Chuckle has uh, done it for you, then please go over to switchisland.co.uk. That's our website. That's where we house all of our reviews, news, and any sort of nerdiness about Nintendo that we want to share with you guys in the lovely interweb of things. Um, obviously, I'm at DannyWard2707 on Twitter. Mark, Mark T. Maltby on Twitter. And then Pete is at GQ Preacher. But, you know, we would love it if you engage with us a little bit more. Tell us where you're from. Tell us why you're listening to us. Yeah, please tell us why you're listening to us. Because, God, I don't know why we listen to <laughs> I do it. And I'm like, oh, God, why are they doing this still? Jesus, wept. No, we absolutely love Nintendo. No, every minute of this. We absolutely love talking about it, writing about it, and playing these games. So the more we can engage with you guys as well, the more it'll mean to us. And we know you're out there. We can see you listening. We know where you're from. Uh, we know where you live we don't Mark does but he's not going to tell us because that would be creepy so it's been absolutely emotional boys it's been a good night from me oh and me bye and you as well and me yeah and you as well yeah right have a good week guys speak soon ta-da bye everyone bye bye let's go